0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: sisters welcome to the lord's hour i'm really happy to be here today sharing and speaking on on the word of god and the dreams and revelations that i received that the lord would want me to share um today but before i start i'd like to open up with a word of prayer before we start because the lord has to be be here leading us and directing us in all that we do so let's humble ourselves before the lord and let's pray Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, Father, we thank you so much. Oh God, Father, I pray that you forgive all of us of all of our sins, oh Father, take away all sin, take away all evil, take away all darkness out of all of us, oh Jesus, we repent, we repent, oh Jesus, we repent of every sin, we repent, we repent of every iniquity, oh Jesus, wash all of us with your holy blood, oh Jesus, lead and guide all that we do, oh Jesus, let your will be done in all of our lives, oh Lord, strengthen us, fill all of us with your Holy Spirit, oh Father God, pour more and more of your anointing upon all of us, Father God. More and more of you, Father, in our hearts, in our souls, and our minds. Oh Father God, I pray that you'd open up the heavens, Father God, and pour out your anointing. Oh Jesus, I pray that right now you'd open up the heavens and pour out your spirit. Oh Jesus, I pray that right now you'd open up the heavens and pour out your power and your anointing and
2: your fire. Oh Lord, I pray you lead and guide us in all that we do. Oh Jesus, forgive us of all of our sins and all of our iniquities. Oh Jesus, I pray that right now you speak through me. Oh that Jesus, I pray that you not my lips, Father
1: God, you not my mouth, oh Lord, that the voice that will come out of me. Father God, let the not be my own, but let them be yours, O God, in Jesus' name. O God, I pray that you forgive me of all my sins. Forgive all of us of all of our sins. O Jesus, I pray that you'd forgive all of us of all of our iniquities,
2: O Lord. I pray that you'd cleanse all of us and remove all evil. You'd remove all sin. You'd remove all darkness. You'd remove all unrighteousness. Father God, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, you deliver us, Father God, from all that is not of you, Father God, from all that is unclean, from all that is displeasing to you. Oh, Father, I pray that you'd make all of us ready in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, make all of your bride, all of us that you've planned and chosen, Father God, all that the Father God, that you've touched and you've marked, Father God, make all of us ready. Father God, forgive us of all of our sins. Even though we turn away from you, have mercy, on us and bring us back to where we once were in you in Jesus' name. I mean, Father God, let us not fall into sin. Let us not fall into temptation. But Father God, if somehow we if we're able to, if, if we if we make mistakes, Father God, bring us back, oh Lord. Have mercy on us, Father God. Let your grace be greater, Father God, than our flesh, than our sins, oh Lord. Let your power be great. Let it manifest in our hearts. Change everything in our lives. Oh Father God, I pray that you'd bless all of us with more wisdom, with more knowledge, with more understanding. Oh that Father God, you'd give us great leadership, great
1: understanding. Father God, more of your anointing in all of us. Oh, Father God, I thank you for your presence. Father God, I thank you for your glory. Oh, God, I thank you for your anointing. I thank you for the great and mighty works that you do in
2: all of us. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. Oh, Jesus, I bless your name. Oh, Jesus, I praise your name. Oh, Jesus, there's no one like you. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh Father, thank you so much. I pray that you send out, Father God, a mighty army, Father God, of your angels to come and to protect all of us, Father God. Surround all of us, Father God, with your glory, with your Shekinah, with your anointing in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, pour your anointing into us, Father God. Use it as vessels with your glory. Oh Holy Spirit, fill us up with your presence. Oh Holy Spirit, fill us up with your anointing. Oh Jesus, use us, Father, with your vessels. Oh Father God, pour out your spirit into all of us, Father God. Oh, pour out your presence into us, Father God. We need you, for without you we cannot do anything because Father God it is you that all power
1: and all glory belongs to Jesus Oh, pour your power into our hearts today Jesus we need it Lord God Father God, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Father God, we need you. We need you more than the air that we breathe. Father God, you are life. And outside you, there is only death. Father God, you are the only
2: one that can bring, that can pour out your presence. You are the only one that can revive us. Oh, Father God, rises up as warriors. Father God, rises up, oh Jesus, as great kings. Father God, rises up, Father God, as great priests oh Lord Jesus please help us to know you more oh Jesus help us to understand you more help us to believe in you more help us Father God to do what is right and what is pleasing unto you oh Lord oh Father God I pray that you use all of us to do great and mighty glorious things oh Father God oh use this us, Father God for the plans and purposes that you have for all of us Father God and I pray that Father God right now in the name of Jesus you deliver children from all the sins that you're struggling with Father God all oppressions all whites of Satan that are bringing them down Father God I pray that right now in the name of Jesus that you destroy them O Lord destroy every desire of sin every disease every infirmity every work of Satan Father God every stronghold Father God of the enemy that is in their lives I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus I bind all sickness all diseases all demons and I cast them all out of their lives now into the pit of all right now in the name of Jesus oh God I pray that you forgive all of your people forgive all of us of all of our sins or deliver from all, all of us from all that is not of you Father make everything new in our lives O oh Jesus Thank you so much, O oh Lord. Thank you
1: so much, Jesus, O oh God. Oh, we praise and we bless and we glorify holy name because you deserve, Father God. To you ascribe all glory. To you ascribe all honor, Father God. Only you deserve all the praise. Oh, Jesus, thank you so much, O oh wonderful, glorious Holy Spirit. I thank you, my King. I thank you, my God, my glorious and beautiful one, my wonderful Savior, Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. Thank you so much oh jesus thank you so much jesus father god for the wonderful things you've done thank you for sending down your son thank you for your holy spirit that is with us and that is within us oh father god i thank you for your love for your tender for your tender mercies and kindness oh jesus thank you so much in jesus name i pray thanksgiving amen yes brothers and sisters indeed our lord is coming very soon and i encourage all of you to to be ready because sin is what will let people suffer sin is what will let people be left behind sin will cause people to struggle sin will turn you away from becoming a bride sin will change you from a bride into into a sinner that is going into hell so i encourage all of you to to please keep staying away from sin because that's what i mean the lord's put on my mind to to start to talk about right now That's sin sin is what you know is bringing a lot of people down and sin is what a lot of people are struggling with and you know once the sin is gone, then holiness comes in because there's just two forces in this world that we're, we're you know we're we're fighting there's either darkness or light, and you know you know because we're we're all not perfect, sin is what everyone's struggling with, and Jesus just wants everyone to to be able to understand and learn more about his Word, so they could give up their sin, so they could let the sin go, because the sin is what will stop someone from becoming a bride, because Jesus will never hold anyone back from becoming a bride. Jesus wants people to become brides. He's the one that is pushing and encouraging. If it was not for Jesus, no one would be ready. No one would ever be ready. No one would even understand what it means to become a bride. But now, you know, the knowledge of God is increasing and is rising. So because of that, more and more of us are being prepared. We're becoming more and more ready as as the days go by. So I, I thank Jesus so much for that. But, you know, I, I encourage all of you to um um I feel like in my heart the Lord just wants me to just encourage everyone to just stay holy. And there's I mean there's a lot of ways you can stay holy. Holiness just mainly means that you have to make sure that the spirit of God is dwelling and you have to make sure that the Holy Spirit is is is, 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 is right there in you and you know he's not oppressed by anything wrong. Um, holiness means that you're not sinning, your, your your conscience is free, your mind is free. You know, your spirit is not burdened, your spirit is not heavy. Your spirit is filled with the presence of God. You are not sinning, you're doing everything right. You have repented, you're constantly repenting. That is what holiness means, and that's what everyone has to make sure that they're, they're constantly focusing on. Being holy, being holy. I tell you, brothers and sisters, being holy, it is so important. I can't even stress on how important it is. Holiness was... As I was growing in the Lord, the Lord was teaching me different things, um, um, many things, in fact. But I tell you, holiness was one of the first things that Jesus taught me, because the Bible says that without holiness, it says in Hebrews, that without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And this was one of the things that the Lord, when I was waking up in the Lord, when the Lord, you know, began to, when the Lord baptized me in this fire, holiness was one of the first things that he taught me the first thing that i remember that the holy holy spirit was teaching me was about prayer and and faith prayer and faith were the first things that the lord was teaching me and the second thing that i could remember that the lord really really taught me on and he helped me to emphasize was holiness brothers and sisters i tell you there's a lot of things that because the lord taught me sometimes there's a lot of things that we do that we think are fine that we think our lord is okay with but i tell you the lord is not he's not because the lord is so 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 holy this level of holiness we cannot understand we cannot imagine we know we were we, we grew up in this sinful world we grew up in this dark unclean world so our minds are have been changed we're used to thinking of things in a certain way we think well, some things are just fine. But I tell you, things are not fine. So many things we do that we think are fine, they're not fine. That's why everyone has to make sure that they they, they can hear God's voice. It's very important because, you know, the Bible says, you know, um, you know um, my sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger will not follow. God wants His children to be able to hear His voice because to become a bride, okay, the person that will teach you and train you is the Holy Spirit. I know you could you could go to church. You can hear from... Um, from brothers and sisters and pastors and preachers. But I tell you, the best person to hear from is the Holy Spirit. The best... Yes, brothers and sisters, the best person that can teach you is the Holy Spirit. That's why everyone has to make sure that they have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit so that, you know, they can they can hear the Holy Spirit clearly. Because, you know, for every pastor or brother, brother in Christ or sister in Christ or prophet or anyone, you know, they hear from the Holy Spirit. They have to hear from God. They hear from the Holy Spirit. They have to hear from the Lord speaking to them, and you know it's best to make sure that in your heart you know that the Lord speaks to you. Because I mean, it's good to go to church. It, you have to go to church. You have to do all these things. And I encourage you, when anyone, when you go to church, please make sure that you go there early. Make sure that when, when you go, when you're going to church, please make sure that you're there early. Because there are blessings that you get when you're there on time. Like even on the Lord's Hour, for those of you that are able to make it, that those of you that are able to come here to listen, I encourage you to, when you're coming, um, come here early. When you're going to church, when you're going to any place, any gathering for the Lord, or any anywhere you're going to go, I encourage you to be there early. Because Jesus has revealed that when people get there early, um, I'm not sure the the time duration though, but... Those that gather early receive a blessing, and that blessing is only given for the early comers. The late comers don't usually receive it. So especially church, especially gatherings, especially gatherings, I encourage you to gatherings for the Lord. Be there early so that if there's any blessing, you could you receive everything. Because if you're there partially, meaning you miss some of the time, it means you miss some of the blessings. And those blessings will forever be gone as Jesus was revealing Um so that's one thing that I want to encourage all of you on, and also too, I I want all of you to 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 know that I want you to focus all of you and making sure that you could hear the voice of the Lord. You could hear the voice of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit speaks. He wants to speak to everyone. Once he comes into you, um, like as as you keep seeking him, you reach a level where you realize that you'll be able to hear him because the Holy Spirit speaks. That so many times we can't hear him because of the sin that is in us, because because the darkness, you know, it prevents, it it, it interferes with the light, it it sort of tries to block the light. It doesn't always allow allow the light of God to freely ex- to freely express itself as it would want to. So, what we have to do is that we have to get rid of the darkness so that the light can freely express itself. So the Lord speaks, the Holy Spirit speaks. The Lord likes loves to speak, but. You know, the thing, the problem is we don't hear him. The thing is that we don't always hear him. We don't even always pay attention. Sometimes we don't even know that he's even speaking to us. And it's very crucial that we know that it's the Lord speaking to us. Because if someone hears, I'm just using just an analogy or an example. Okay. Um. I mean, usually as we are, if if someone hears, let's say, um, a grown man speaking to them. Or let's say if someone hears a big person, someone that's a big person, like a king or something talking to them, they would listen and obey. But if someone usually hears just a regular person talk to them, they don't always obey because they think, well, what's coming from the king? It's more important than what's coming from the regular common person. So they would rather listen to the king. In that same way, that's how it is for some people. Some people take everything serious. Some people, whether it's from a child or a king or... A regular person, a man, a woman, an older man. Some people take everything serious, but some people don't. But that was just an analogy. I hope I explained it well. But what I'm really trying to say is this, that when God speaks to you, when you know it's God, it, it, it brings you a whole different meaning because you know that God is speaking to you. You know that the one that is the greatest, you know that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is speaking to you. So you know to take the words that you're hearing very, very serious. But if you don't, but, but usually if, if you think it's just your imagination or if it's just you, you don't take it different because, because people usually have different respects for sometimes their thoughts, their imaginations, and, you know, God. You know, that's how it is. So it's very important that you could discern the voice of God. It's super important. Everyone has to be able to discern the voice of God. In this time, you need to hear from God because I tell you, the Lord showed me things in, in the past nights. He showed me things that are coming and things that are, about to, that are about to happen. And everyone needs to be able to hear the voice of God because the things that are coming are going to be great events, great and mighty things that have not happened before, that you will need God to escape. You will need God to be safe. You will need God to be protected. I'm going to share them very soon, but I want to just talk more about the Word of God before I, before, um, before I start talking about the dreams and revelations that I, I got. Um. The next thing i would like everyone to know about is is that you you also need to fast to be able to hear the voice of god because fasting will suppress your spirit i mean will suppress your flesh and will allow your spiritual horizon to grow fasting kills your flesh okay fasting will suppress your flesh i'm sorry fasting will fasting will not suppress your spirit or rather let your spirit grow but fasting would rather suppress your flesh i'm sorry i I mixed of or Please forgive me for that. But fasting will cause your spirit to be free, to rise up to be strong, so that it can overcome temptation. And you know, fasting will let your flesh be weak. So fasting will let your spirit have the stronger say. So that's one way that's one way that you're really that helps you to really um hear the voice of God. That's one way. But that's not the only way and that's not really the main way. The main way really to be able to hear the Lord really One thing that, I mean, I have learned in all my life, one thing that I've really learned um, that enables you to hear him so crystal clear is to be in his word, to be in his will, to be in his holiness, to do everything that the Lord wants you to do, because sin will prevent you from hearing him. Because some people hear him, but they don't hear him. Some people hear him once in a while, like maybe once a week or once a month or once in a while. But there's one way that the Lord taught me that enables you to hear Him every day, like I mean, this way the Lord taught me it, and it enabled me to hear Him, to hear Him speak to me like every day, like all the time, nonstop. I, I would hear Him so many times in every day, just so many times. He would keep speaking, He would keep speaking because He was there, and and He allowed me to hear Him. And this way that I have really learned how to is is holiness. I tell you, when you're holy and your spirit is always active, like your spirit is not weak and dormant and sleeping. Your spirit is always awake. In the spiritual realm, your spirit is always awake. Your spirit is always catching things quick. Your spirit is always active, and you're always in prayer, and you're always filled with the spirit. Like, let's say, you never stop worshiping God. I encourage all of you to do that, because, you know, try to, if you can, get gospel Christian music in your house, and listen to it, like, stop. with whatever you're doing. Get preaching sermons that you know that the Lord um, acknowledges, that the Lord is pleased with. Like, I know if you could record messages from places that you know that the Lord is acknowledged with. One place I know that the messages really come from the Lord, where the Holy Spirit really is, is the Lord's hour. Other places, I mean, I don't know everywhere that is good and everywhere that is not bad, but I know some places that are good, and I know that the Lord's hour is good. Other places I don't know, because be careful, because the Lord also showed me in a dream, I saw uh, I saw pastors, a very big pastor. You know, I've seen big pastors, big pastors that make so much money, that people believe in. And the Lord has shown me that he's not happy with them. And I've seen these pastors in, in, in sin. And in, I've, The Lord has revealed to me who these pastors are for who they really are. I've seen them. The Lord has shown me, and I know to stay away from these pastors. I know that these pastors, the Lord has spoken to me about them, and I know to run away from them. So you have to be very careful, you, because some people sometimes, sometimes I, I would even mention the pastors, and sometimes people wouldn't really understand, and people would be against what I would say. That's why I'm, I, I I would rather you go to God and let God show you, so you understand for yourself. Um, that's why I don't. I'm, I want you to go to God. God will show you. The Lord will show you. The pastors that He doesn't want you to have anything to do with. Because some pastors, they're against God. They're in it just for the wealth. And people can't see through it because they haven't had their skills. They haven't had their eyes open. So they still can't, um, the the skills on their eyes are still covering their eyes. They still can't really see. They don't have the eyes of the spirit to see. So they don't always understand. But I'm telling you, things are not the way they are. A lot of things that you think are fine and are okay, they're not. God is so angry with them. That's why the judgment that's coming is so great as it is. A lot of things are about to happen that will make it clear. That will show all of mankind the truth in the world. The veil will be lifted. Everything is going to be revealed. Deception will be cut off. Deception, there's going to be a great deception, but it's like the Lord is going to reveal you know, the deception to his children. That's how it's going to be. There's going to be a great deception. More people will, will be deceived. But what I mean by is that the veil is going to be broken. The veil will be broken, and... Those that are for God, they will see the true deception. What's going to happen is that those that are deceived, they're going to get, and those that are not of God and rejecting God, they're going to get more and more deceived. And those that are of God, they will begin to see clear. The Lord will take the, the scales off of their eyes. Our merciful God will open up their eyes so that they can see the truth now. And so that they will repent and become more ready. Because those are of God, God has them in His hands. And God will not let anyone pluck them from His hands. They, are, they belong to God. And no matter what happens, God's will will be done concerning their lives. God has chosen them, and God will not lose them because Jesus will not lose them. So I want all of you to I, I want all of you you know to 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 prepare your hearts and to be ready and I really want all of you to be able to hear the voice of the Lord, to be able to to hear the voice of God and know when the Lord is speaking and when is this your thoughts i want you to be able to discern bet- between them i want you to know when it's the lord and when it's when when it's because it's very important because as, as 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 times going on the days are going to get darker there's going to be days where you won't be able to meet with other brothers and sisters right now you can meet with brothers and sisters that are truly of the lord and you could you could hear the lord speaking through them but there's going to come a time where you won't be able to meet your brothers and sisters. You're going to be alone wherever you are. There's going to be a time of, you know, we're tested like every almost every day. Like literally, some people are tested every day. And there's going to be days of testings where you will be left alone. You can't go with your friends. You can't go with your family. You'll be alone where you are. And you need to have the good relationship with the Lord, especially being able to know what the Holy Spirit wants at every time, because when you grieve the Holy Spirit, that is when you will go to hell. When you really make Him sad and really, really hurt the Holy Spirit, when you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, that's when your your that sin is unforgivable. So it's very important that everyone knows, you know, everyone is in touch with the Holy Spirit. Everyone knows the voice of the Holy Spirit. Everyone knows, you know, how to respond back to the Holy Spirit. Everyone knows what the Holy Spirit wants. You need to know how the Holy Spirit talks to you. I tell you it's very important because so many people are living in this day and they don't have any idea of how the Lord's going the Lord speaks to them. And the Lord's still speaking. He speaks so much, but you need to you need to know how the Lord speaks to you. The Lord speaks to people differently. And um, the way he speaks to me might be very differently from the way he speaks to you. But you need to know how the Lord speaks to you so that you can so that it's gonna help enhance your salvation. It's gonna help you keep your salvation. Because when you because when you listen to the Lord you escape a lot of sin. It's like when you listen to the Lord, it's like you you remain on a narrow path. Instead of you falling, you, you 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 rise up and you become stronger and stronger. So I tell you brothers and sisters, it is very important that you could hear the, the the voice of the Lord or the or the Lord, you know that the Lord speaks and the Lord is speaking to you. It's very important and as I said earlier, one way that one way that will really help you to really hear the voice of God is to be holy, is to be holy and is to do everything that the Lord wants you to do. You know, the Lord is so holy and he wants us to be like that. And I tell you, when you really let yourself become as holy as the Lord is, it's like, it's it's a feeling, it's, it's an expression that words can describe. The Lord will let you know. Sometimes he'll show you how holy you are. There's days when, I mean, I'm not saying that our holiness is anything because Our holiness is nothing compared to the Lord's holiness. But what it is, is when you obey the Lord, He will give you part of His, He will give you some of His holiness. His reflection will shine in you brighter. When you obey the Lord, the Holy Spirit, okay, His holiness will begin to manifest in you. When you remove what the Lord says remove, and when you put into you what the Lord says put into you, you will see how your spirit will change, and the Lord will show you. I mean, there's, there's, there's a time in my life where The Lord was, because when I was waking up, I I, I realized I was, um, after a while, I began to hear the voice of God. And when I heard the voice of God, um, well, the first time I heard a voice, and I didn't really know who it was, um, the first time I was really new, I, I didn't know who was calling me. One time I was in my room, and someone was calling me, and no one was there, and I heard someone calling my name. I heard it for the first time. And then the second time they called my full name. I heard someone calling my name, but I had no idea who that person was. But then when that, when the person was calling my name, the person, I didn't feel fear. I felt like I was alone in a room sleeping, the lights were off. The room was dark. Usually when demons come around, I'm able to I feel like I could discern like fear, I could discern darkness, I could discern this dark presence. But it was like someone was outside my window. And they were calling me and I I I heard I heard my name I heard my name Calvin and you know someone was calling me outside. But I knew that in my spirit I knew that it wasn't a human being. Like I knew that it was a kind of it was someone, but it was not a a real human it was not a person. Someone was outside and they were calling me and and when I realized, like someone was calling me for the first time and then so I, I heard my name, I got um I, I, I raised my head from the pillow and I got to check to see um, if I, if it was just my imagination. And then I heard my name again the second time. But when I heard my name, there was no fear. There was no dark. It felt just like, I just felt like, I, I was really surprised. I didn't really know exactly who was calling me. But for some reason, I knew that it was not like a human. And I didn't, I knew that it was not a human that was calling me. I could feel that in my heart. That it was not a person that was calling me. But I knew that it was someone else. But I didn't know exactly. I, the truth is, I didn't know who they were who was calling me. So, um, I just, I didn't, like the second time, because I wasn't sure who was calling me, I was still laying down. <laughs> and uh, I was like, Lord, forgive me for not getting up to check who was calling me. But um, I didn't know who was calling me. And this is, This happened to me. When I was waking up, this happened to me when the Lord was beginning to call me. um this was happening to me when I was beginning to hear i was beginning I was just beginning to hear i was like I was hearing supernatural voices like I was beginning to hear the Lord a lot, like I was beginning to hear the the voice of the Lord, but it was new to me, so the first time I heard the Lord's voice, I didn't really know it was the Lord because I was sleeping and I heard someone calling me, and this happened to me when I was like, I don't know around fourteen years old. When I heard someone calling me when I was sleeping, around 14, yeah, around 14 or 15, around that time, or maybe even 13, can't really remember, but um, uh, many years ago, this happened to me, and I heard someone calling my name, and I didn't know who this person was, and I didn't really get up to go check, and it looked like after they called me for a while, um, after they called me for a while, and I didn't probably go up to check, um, it looked like... The voice stopped. The person that was calling me, like he called me, like a couple times, and then that was it. And then I went to bed. And then I realized that after I heard that person calling my name, it was like, just around that time, that was when I was beginning to begin beginning to know the Lord, beginning to experience who the Lord was, and beginning to hear and beginning to understand who who um. Who Jesus was, and who the Lord was, and then over time, what the Lord was really teaching me. The first thing that the Lord was teaching me was praying and faith. That was the f- the first thing that the Lord was teaching me, and that was that was like the first thing, like the first thing that w- when I was beginning to grow in the Lord. I'm just teaching you these things to let you know that, to to let you know what um the Lord was teaching me when he was waking me up, when he was beginning to when I was beginning to become a true child of God what the Lord was teaching me, the first thing that, um, after I heard that person calling my name, and I'm telling you, this was, I, I felt like a physical person, like I'm not telling you, this was not a voice that was in my mind, this was clear and audible, I'm tell- I, I mean if you guys were there in the room with me, you'd have probably heard the person call me, because it was so clear and so audible, it, mm-hmm. was, like, it was like a supernatural thing, but it was clear, it was audible, but n- no one was there, and it was like someone was there, But I couldn't see them. But they were calling me. That was what was happening to me at the beginning. And over time, it was like things increased. Things changed. I could see that the Lord would begin to... I mean, there were times where I would sleep. And one time I I, I went to bed. And then this man, I knew that it was Jesus. He came. I was sleeping. And he came to sit next to my bed. And I saw him. He was really tall. Well, not really, really tall, but he was a tall man, like maybe a little bit over six feet. Around six feet, you could tell he was tall. By then, I was really young, so I, I thought he was, tall. I was like, I was like around 14 or 15, so I thought he was really tall. And then he came to my room, and he came and he sat next to me on the bed I was sleeping on. Je- Jesus came, and he sat on the bed with me, and, and I could see him. Like I, woke, I could see him. I remember what he was wearing, and I, could, I saw his face. And he came there next to me, and I, I remember, but it was like, it happened to me in the spirit, like I was sleeping, but I knew he was there. But he didn't allow me to, to wake up and to jump and to shout and to wake everyone in the house up that Jesus is, is in our bedroom. He didn't let me do that, but he let me know that he was there, and he just, when I was sleeping, he just came to my bedside. And Jesus came to sit next to me, and this was when I was waking up when i was, when i I didn't really know everything about the Lord, but the Lord was teaching me about him, and I didn't know so much about him. This was just like around when I was like fourteen years or fifteen years when I was waking up, and then Jesus came and he sat next he sat next to my he next he sat like next to me on the bed. Like, he was literally, like, touching me in the bed because he was sitting, like, r- like, exactly where I was sleeping, like, just so close to me. And then I saw him, and I saw him. He was wearing, like, he was wearing these colors. Like, he was there was, uh, there was this mixture of color that I was really surprised to see, but it had, like, a light... I can't remember the colors because it happened to me years and years and years ago. But he was wearing, like, a robe. And a the robe, there were, like, two colors. One of the colors that I think I could remember were green, and the other might have been, like, orange or something. I can't remember the colors that he was wearing, but it was a special robe. It was a very unique robe, and, you know, it's like there were two colors. It's like there were robes that, you know, he, and it's almost like a sash design, like that goes across his chest and down towards his waist. I mean, I mean, from his shoulder to his waist sort of robe, I can't really describe it, but it's like, yeah, it's like a robe, like a really, it's like, you know, like the old, like, you know, like in the, in the days in the past, how they used to dress, something like that. And if you've seen like heavenly, if you've been to heaven and if you've seen Jesus, the robes he wears, or if you've seen, you know, sometimes the robes that they wear in heaven, how they're like, that's how that robe was like. And he came and he sat next to the bed and he was smiling at me. He was looking at me with so much love and he just looked at me and then I saw him. And then that's something that I've never been able to forget, like, like, when the whole experience was happening, I'm not sure if I was fully conscious because I was so deep in sleep. But when I woke up, I knew that Jesus came. I remembered. He reminded me. He allowed me to remember everything that happened. But I couldn't remember everything. But I could remember that He came and was looking at me. And He was looking at me, smiling at me with love. And He sat next to me. He sat like He sat on the bed I was sleeping on. And He was like next to me, just looking at me with so much love. And then after He... He, you know, he left. He, he left, and he, he, he took off. But, you know, he's always been there. He's always been, been, been watching us. Jesus has always been, been, been taking care of us, even when we didn't know. Because I didn't really know so much about the Lord, but he was there. I was, I was beginning to hear him. I was beginning to see him in the house, and it was wonderful. Because just around that time, my sister was also waking up too. So it was me and my sisters that were waking up at the same time, and my sister was was seeing Jesus and wow, she was seeing angels. it was an amazing it well, was one of the most amazing experiences time of times of my life It was so wonderful. My sister was being taken to heaven like so often like she was she was being taken to heaven so many times my my big sister, and my other sister was having dreams and visions, and I tell you like it's so it's so wonderful when you have a house filled with Christians or people that are just truly worshiping God, people that are on fire. Like the presence of God, it is amazing. I tell you what would happen, it was, it was amazing. Although the enemy did try to come and attack, there were such amazing times that we had with the Lord. There were times we would be worshiping and singing to the Lord. And I tell you, angels would come down. So many angels, so many angels, different kinds of angels, so many angels. And we didn't know these things at first. Cause, because, you know, all these things, somehow, we didn't know them. Like, the things about heaven, we didn't know, my my sister didn't know, I didn't know them either. Um, She started seeing angels, and she said some of the angels looked like little boys and girls, and she was not sure if they were angels, because a lot of things, like the Lord was explaining to us, we didn't know, we didn't understand how the angels were little boys, because we expected all the angels to be adults, Um, you know, adult angels, and she started seeing angels that had different colors, my sister would tell me, Calvin. Do you know that sometimes the angels—they're blue. I, I, I've been seeing blue angels, and I tell her too. Yes, I've also been seeing blue angels too. And we didn't—we didn't know, but sometimes we would share the things we would see, and we would realize that we would see the same things, but it, but in different times. Because, you know, all these things—they were new to us. Because, you know, sometimes um, there's a lot of things in the Bible, but some of the things of heaven, um, the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals them to us. Some of the things—some of the things that the some of the things that the Lord was shown to us, there are things that we didn't know were in the Bible. We didn't even know they were there. But the Holy Spirit began to explain to us and we were understanding things. My sister was was beginning to understand more about the Lord and I was beginning to understand more about the Lord and I tell you it was wonderful. It was amazing because I was going to school so I wasn't able to really um I wasn't able to really um grow as much. I was growing But because I was going to school, I was able to spend half of my time with the Lord. And I had to spend half of my time at school. But my sister, she didn't have to go to school. She was just at home. So she was free. So because of that, she was able to grow so strong so quick. I'm telling you, my sister was, like, she started going to heaven, like, very soon. Like, she was going to heaven, and she was doing things so quick, so early, even, like, before I probably started to. Because she was, you know, when you're at home, and you're able to give all your time to God. You're able to grow very, very fast. like she was growing so fast. She was hearing the voice of the Lord like and hear, and getting, reaching deep levels. She was seeing things because the time I would spend in school studying and reading books and preparing for my classes and trying to you know pass all my classes, she was just praying and praying and praying, and her spirit was becoming edified. Jesus was showing her heaven. she was getting visions and revelations every day, like the amount of things she would see. She would see things every day, but for me, I, I wasn't seeing things like as much as she was because I and my other sister had to go to school. So the Lord is showing me there where it's like you usually you get as much as you spend your time with. It's like usually when you spend more of your time with God, I'm not just saying just spending time with God. It has to be quality time because she would spend time with God, but it wouldn't be just wasting her time. It would be quality time where she would be actually giving the Lord all of her heart. It wouldn't be time where because you know how some people spend time with God, but it's just really just vague and empty and just like just not really true relationship with God. Some people spend time with God, but it's empty. It's nothing. They don't do anything. They're just there and they're just sitting there and just talking and they don't even talk with faith. They don't talk with emotion. They they talk like they're talking to the wind. They don't they don't talk to God. They, they're not really talking to God because that's not how to talk to God. There's a way that God loves to be spoken to because, you know, God is a God that is real. He's a God of love. You know, God wants us to speak to him with all of our emotion, with all of our heart. I mean, once, when you do that, that, when you talk to God with faith, full of power, your spirit and his spirit begins to unite and your communication with him gets solid and stronger and stronger and more powerful. I tell you, there's amazing, wonderful things, so many things that the Lord wants to do and teach you. The Holy Spirit wants to teach you these things, because these things that I know, the Lord taught me. The Holy Spirit, I mean, a lot of things I know, I knew them from just the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would just be teaching me. He was my teacher. He was my teacher. Um, he Holy Spirit, He's a teacher. He's the greatest teacher that I've ever known. For me, in my walk, um, when I was growing and the Lord, the person that was really there taking care of me and teaching me a lot was the Holy Spirit. For me, like in my, in my walk with the Lord, the person that I've really been with is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is Jesus, but the Holy Spirit is another form of Jesus. For some people, it's mostly with Jesus. Um, for me, it's mostly with the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is Jesus, so it's the same person. But the person that I saw the most, that I heard the most, because, you know, Jesus speaks and the Holy Spirit speaks, and you, and you know Father God speaks. The the one that I've heard speaking to me the most, and helped me, the, and, and communicated with me, because you know, Jesus has spoken to me in times, He's spoken to me in different occasions, different times. Father God has also spoken to me in different times, different occasions. But the one that has really spoken to me the most has been the Holy Spirit. Because you know, sometimes the Lord will speak, and He'll let you know, because I know it's the same person. I hope I'm not out on the altar to understand. It's the same God, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son. They're the same God. Um, the Father, um, the Spirit, and the Son, they're all the same God. But sometimes they allow different forms or different parts of themselves to do different works. There's different works that, you know, the Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they, they, they've they given themselves different, different let's say, um, different jobs. Or let's say they've, they've allowed themselves to do different things. Um Jesus was the one that in the Godhead that came to die. The Holy Spirit is the one that is here with us and that is helping us and preparing us so that we could go home in the rapture. Father God is up there on the throne and He's in control of everything. And he's the God of everything. And you know, they're they're like different they're like different forms of God, different natures, different forms of God. But they're all the same. You know, the Holy Spirit he's so sweet, so gentle, so tender, so loving. He's like amazing. The Holy Spirit is the bestest bestest friend i've ever known his love oh wow it's like unimaginable. his love and his like gentleness it's inimaginable like if you have imagined the gentleness of the holy spirit you know what i'm talking about the holy spirit's gentleness it's just in- indescribable it's in like you cannot completely understand wow like the holy spirit like he let me feel him and it's like it's just overwhelming endless love an overwhelming endless gentleness and it's overwhelming endless kindness. Kindness that you cannot surpasses all your your thinking. Kindness that surpasses all all that you could even think. The Holy Spirit's love it's beyond, beyond beyond anything. And he's he's sometimes he speaks to me and then I feel just he is so innocent and so pure. The Holy Spirit is just so pure. His spirit is like the most beautiful spirit in the entire in the entire universe, like, the Holy Spirit, he is so beautiful, I want you guys, I want all of you to know him, his spirit is so pure, his spirit is so gentle, like, when you know the Holy Spirit, wow, it's like, he's the purest person that I have ever met, and then I know I'll ever meet, because he's the purest of the purest, the Holy Spirit, he's true, pure, pure, I'm telling you, like, I have felt it, like, the Lord let me feel it, it is, I'm telling you, like, words cannot describe, I mean, some people have felt the Holy Spirit, and he lets people feel differently. But I'm telling you, like, if you haven't felt the, 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 like, I don't know if you felt his spirit, his personality, his lovingness, his gentleness. If you haven't felt it, then I want you to feel it. Because I'm telling you, if you feel it, you will, it will change you. If you've if you've really felt the love, like, I know people say, well, they feel the love of God. But there's levels, there's degrees. There's, like, levels of anointing. Like, there's levels of anointing that the Lord can let you feel. There's an anointing that the Lord will let you feel that you won't even be able to stand. You, you won't even be able to contain it. And there's a level of anointing that the Lord will let you feel where, I mean, you, you, you feel the anointing. You feel it's great, but you'll still be standing. There's anointing that you feel where you'll just break down on your knees and cry. Some anointings, they'll shake you and they'll flip you. You'll probably fall down. There's different anointings. Some anointings you feel and you'll be so weak, you'll fall. There's like different anointings, okay, and some of them are Like some of the anointings are just, there's different levels. And I want you guys to just, you know, when you get deep into God, you begin to experience, you begin to feel the different anointings. All the anointings come from God. All the anointings, they're all from our Lord God Almighty. But there's different levels. And there's there's different types. And I'm telling you, there's so much about God. So many people think our Lord is like, people think that Jesus is like a, People think he's boring. People think he's... But I'm telling you, Jesus is the most fun, loving... He, like, he's made... He's changed my life. He's made me so happy. He's, like... I mean, and I was really young. I was, like, 14 years old. I was a kid when the Lord, like, began to wake me up. But Jesus was, like, made me so happy. Like, Jesus, like, he knows us. Like, I'm so happy Jesus knows us. Like, he knows us more than we know ourselves. And he knows the best thing that could make everyone happy. And that could... You know, let everyone become what God wants them to be. He knows us. And I'm telling you, like, I was young, but I loved... I was like 14 years old, okay? I was like 14 when all this started to happen to me. I, I think so. I think around 14 years old. But I'm telling you, 14 or 15. But I began to change so much. It's like, I was a young kid, but Jesus was so fun to me. The Holy Spirit, He was all that I'd ever want. Because what I'd feel with the Holy Spirit... No one, nothing else could compare it to that because before then, I mean, I've watched movies, I've played video games, I've done so many things. I've, I've, I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, I had friends who would invite me to to parties and we would where we would eat and drink and swim and have fun. I'm telling you, all that that people think is fun, it's not fun. Like it's nothing compared to the joy and the fun that you get from the Holy Spirit. I am telling you this, and. I was like a little kid so like when I experienced because when I was a, you know how little kids are I was like 15 years old and when you're around that age you just want to have fun you just you know when you become a teenager like you just want to go out and have fun with your friends but I'm telling you like the joy that I felt even with the Holy Spirit at 15 years old it didn't want me to have any person like I mean people sometimes people sometimes my brothers would they would tell me to sometimes they wouldn't always understand they would they would encourage me to go out like sometimes I could tell that I mean, I'd meet people that would want me to go out and to have fun and to do things. But I'm telling you, like, the joy and the fun that I got with the Holy Spirit, it was so great that I didn't want to, like, it, it, it just trumped. It was much, much better than anything I could get with going out with any friend or going out to any place, because that was not fun for me. Because I had the Lord had revealed to me what was true joy and laughter, and what I would feel from the holy spirit no one else could give that to me no one absolutely no one nothing not tv not education not nothing can give what the lord could give you nothing and nothing till this day has been able to get anywhere close near that the things of this world are so dead it's like it's so dry and empty and dead it's like a carcass like the things of this world are so broken down and just and just empty and people think they're experiencing joy Because I met people, friends that thought they were having fun. But I'm telling you, that is not fun. The only reason you think it's fun and you enjoy that is because you don't know the Holy Spirit. Well, you say, well, I know Him, but I still choose that. Well, it's because you know Him to like a very little degree of Him. Because what it is, when you become a child of God, you know the Holy Spirit in levels and in degrees. At the beginning, you might know just a little bit of Him. When you spend more time and give Him your all, that's when you really begin to know the Holy Spirit. And when you reach, because there's levels, as I'm telling you, there's levels of God. And God speaks to everyone on different levels. God relates or communicates to everyone on different levels. That's why the things that probably some some people have gone through, others have not. That's why you hear some people saying things and doing things. They'll tell you, well, the Lord did this for me. I went here. I went here. But to you, it's going to be like, wait, what is He talking about? I mean, for all I know, this the, the the most that you could experience is just feeling the joy of the Lord. That's what some people could think. But to some people, it's it's new to them. It's like their their minds can't really understand because your spirits haven't reached that level yet. So what it is is that the Holy Spirit will, will sometimes minister to you on the level that you're on, because you, because sometimes you know it takes faith, and some, and you need to reach that level before the Lord ex- before you could sometimes experience these great things in the Lord. That's why. You know the Lord will speak to you depending on your level. That's why I have to make sure that you spend time with Him. That's why, I, because when I talk, people think, "Well, well, I mean, you're just telling me what the regular thing that we all feel." But I'm telling you, it's, if you know, if you felt what I felt, that you would know it's not regular. Because the only reason you think it's regular is because you have not felt it. It's because because I mean, because if you have felt it, like if you've really been touched, like there's. There's anointing of God. If you've really been touched by that anointing, like there's levels of anointing, okay, and there's a level that when you just get touched, like, like, I mean, for me, I, I can't understand how you would just like, you would talk the way you talk, or you would do things the way you do them, or you would, you would do certain things because if the Lord touches you, like, His power it's so great. The reason why people are still they are, it's because sometimes they haven't been really touched by the Lord, in in a certain way, in a certain level. And sometimes to receive a certain anointing or gift there's a price that they'd have to pay like there's a price you have to pay for me like i was young i was like a little kid in school but i had to well, i was not really that young i was like old like between i was like a, a like in the teens i was like 15 and i was at school and i i knew the lord was telling me to fast like i would fast every day like i was in school like i wouldn't eat anything and, I mean, there were times I was hungry, but I had to hold it because I had to fast because the Holy Spirit wanted me to fast. I was just with the Holy Spirit. I would pray. I would pray. I would pray. I wouldn't go anywhere. I would just pray. And so sometimes to experience some of these things, there's a sacrifice. Sometimes, you know, it's hard to fast and pray. But, I mean, I mean, there's times when I've had to do things that were really hard for me. Some things i had to do for the Lord, they were so hard. Some of them were really hard for me to do. Like, because, you know, I'm, because there are things that I... Wasn't really. Some um, of them. It's really hard. For sometimes, like I've done things for the that were really hard for me to do. But the Lord just let me know He's happy because He knows that I did them because of Him. Because the only reason I did them was to please Him. Because I didn't do it because I liked to do it. I did it because Jesus wants me to do it, and Jesus knows that. He knows that sometimes we do things because we do things because of Him. And when we do that, it makes Him so happy. He loves that. So I encourage all of you to. To learn to build your relationship with the Lord, to learn, to learn to build a relationship that is filled with love, that is filled with holiness, and that is filled with humility, um, because as I was beginning to, you know, know the Lord, the Lord was teaching me these key things. He was teaching me holiness, and that was one of the first things that I was taught. And 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 it's like, yes, brothers and sisters, I encourage all of you to just. You know, allow the Lord to do His will through. Because when you allow Him to, there's so many things that He does, so many great things that He does through all of us. So right now, I just want to pray um, that the Lord would just that all of you would just open up your hearts and just allow the Lord to move through you or to move in through you in every part of you as He would want to. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, I commit my sisters and my brothers, all those that are listening into your hands, O Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd move through them. I pray that, Lord God, you would touch them now.
2: In the name of Jesus, O Lord, I pray that your will will be done in their lives, O Lord, pour out your anointing. O God, pour out your spirit, O Lord, pour out your presence, pour out your power upon them. O Jesus, I pray that you'd lead and guide all of them, Father God, you'd reveal yourself to them. O Father God, I pray that as they've heard me speak these words, I pray that, Lord, you'd reveal yourself Spirit to them in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, let them know you. Let them know you. Let them encounter you in a special way, in a very divine way, Father God. Let them know you in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, reveal yourself to them in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, show them that you are great and mighty God. For, Father God, so many of them lack wisdom, so many of them lack the and the faith, oh Father, for they do not know You, Lord. I pray that You reveal Yourself to them in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, show them that You are great and mighty God. Oh, show them that You are real, oh Lord. Show them that You are there. Show them that You exist, oh Lord. Give them all encounters and experiences with you, O Lord. Oh, Father God, show them yourself, O Lord Jesus. Reveal yourself to them, O God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, show them great and mighty things, O Lord. Reveal yourself to your children. Oh, God, reveal yourself to your people. Oh, God, reveal yourself to them in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, break the sins in your ears, Father God, the darkness that is preventing them from hearing you. Oh, remove it in name of Jesus. All the sin that prevents your people from knowing you are real. Oh, Father God, break and remove them all now in the name of Jesus. I cancel the works of Satan. I cancel the works of witchcraft and divination. I break every curse, every yoke, every work of Satan in any one of our lives. And now I command the works and the plans and the seeds of Satan to come out of all of us now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the works of Satan. I Find the works of all demons in our lives and I cast them all out into the pits of hell right now in the name of Jesus oh God let us be overflowing with your anointing oh Lord let us be overflowing with your presence and your power oh God fill us with more and more of you Father God more of your anointing oh Jesus oh Father let your will be done in all of us in the name of Jesus pour out your grace and your anointing oh Father God use all of us for your glory oh Father God pour down your presence oh Jesus fill us with your anointing oh Jesus that your will be done in all of us Jesus use us oh Father God pour out your spirit because it is only through you that we can do all things oh God you use us for your glory Holy Spirit you use us Jesus, baptize us in a new anointing Holy Spirit, baptize us in a new glory Father God, in new abilities Father God, in more wisdom, and more holiness Oh Father God use us for glory, do great and mighty things in all of us, Father God let your will be done in us, let your will be done in all of us, in the name of Jesus, oh Father God make a way where there is no way, Father God make all of us ready, prepare your children for your coming oh God make all of us ready for your coming in the name of Jesus I rebuke the spirit of Salatha, I break every yoke and every curse and every bond of the Satan in the lives of my brothers oh Lord renew their minds in the name of Jesus I break the curses of Jezebel I break in the name of Jesus every device of witchcraft every work of Satan's demons In the lives of anyone That is there listening. Oh Holy Spirit Remove them now Let them fall off right now Let them be broken Right now Father God Holy Spirit Move in their lives In the name of Jesus Oh Father God Use them for your glory In the name of Jesus Oh Jesus Bless your people Father God Bring them Father God Lord to the place That you prepared For them to be Oh Lord Let your people Be made holy Perfect and spotless Father God Without sin And without wrinkle Remove the land full of sin that are in our eyes that devices of Satan in our minds in our souls in our hearts oh father God let them all be burnt and be removed now in the name of Jesus oh for this body this body belongs to the Lord God Almighty oh God it is your temple and you will not share with anyone because you are just God oh God pour out your fire now oh consume the works of our enemies right now against us break them down oh cause our enemies to fall in the name of Jesus oh father God your works that it became in by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Oh God, break and crush the works of our enemies right now. Oh God, destroy every work of Satan now in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, I thank you for the victory that you've given to us, oh Lord, for it says in your word, for indeed, our Lord, As a fire consumption. Consume the works of Satan. Oh Lord God Almighty, burn down the works of Satan. Consume every one of them right now out of everyone's life. Oh, break the works of our enemies, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit move, Holy Spirit move set your people free, for your word that they came in by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Oh Jesus, I thank you for your victory. I pray that you cut down the works of Satan. Break the yokes of Satan. I command you demons right now. Get out of the lives of those that are listening now in the name of Jesus. You have no power, for they have been bought by the blood of Jesus. I command you demons to so go. I come against you with the blood of Jesus. When the enemy shall coming like a flood, hold the For the Lord will raise up a standard against them in the name of Jesus. False Satan, false Satan, I rebuke you. I come against you with the blood of Jesus. For it says in the word of God, in the arsenal of the Lord, there is the arrow of victory. With that hour of victory, I struck you down, Satan. I believe the Lord has given us the victory over all. I rebuke you, Satan, now. In the name of Jesus, you have no power. You have no power. For all power has been taken away from you and given to our Lord Jesus. Oh Jesus, come and smite the enemy. Oh smite the enemy with your might, O oh Lord, for need our Lord is strong and mighty in battle. Oh Lord, it is You that made everything. It is You that is the strong and blessed One. Father God, break the works of Satan now. Deliver people now, oh Lord. Oh Lord, make everything new in all of our lives, oh Lord. I thank You, Lord, and I bless Your holy name. Oh, Jesus, all oh glory to you. Oh, glory to you alone. Worthy, worthy is the land that was slain from the foundations of the earth. Oh, Jesus, I bless and I glorify. We adore you, King of kings. Oh, blessed, blessed priest, we glorify you, our King and our Lord. Oh, Yeshua, Yeshua HaMashiach, all oh glory goes to you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we bless you, oh, Jesus. Oh, Father God, you're the Lord of hosts, and we bless you, oh, God oh father god beautiful wonderful jesus we glorify you for your work oh jesus i thank you for the
1: great victory that you've given to us thank you lord oh lord deliver all of us from all the works of our enemies set us all free father god i thank you in jesus name and i bless you our lord our god and mighty one i thank you jesus for the great victory that you've given to your people
2: i thank you jesus for the works you're doing in all of our lives Oh, God, I thank you so much. Oh, God, I bless you. I bless you, our King. I bless you, Jesus. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. Oh, Father, I thank you so much. I bless your name. I bless you, oh, Yeshua. Oh, Jesus, turn our hearts to you. Turn our
1: hearts to you, Jesus. Turn our hearts to you. Turn our hearts to you.
2: Oh, Jesus, change us. Change us forever and ever. Make all of us ready for your coming forever and ever. Father God, for all the days of our lives, let us worship. You Let us glorify you, God. Let us praise
1: you. Because only you deserve. All the honor. And all the praise. And all the glory. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. Oh, Jesus, I bless your name. I bless your name. Oh, to you, all glory. And all honor. And all praise belong. Oh, Jesus, I thank you for your love. I thank you
2: for your truth. I thank you for your word. Oh, Jesus, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your glory. Oh, God, I thank you. I bless you. I bless you. I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. My King, my God, my Jesus. Oh, Jesus, I thank you for everything. Oh Jesus, forgive us of all of our sins. Please do not let us sin. Give us the strength to remain in your word. Give us the strength to overcome to overcome Satan, to overcome Father God, our flesh, to overcome our carnal thoughts. God, let us not be weak, but let us be strong and victorious. Let us be made great and
1: mighty before you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, let your will be done in us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Forgive us of all of our sins. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, make everything new. Jesus, I bless you. God, Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, forgive us of all of our sins, O oh Jesus, make everything new in our lives, O oh Lord, restore all of us, O oh Lord. Deliver us from all that is unclean. Deliver all of us from all that is not of you. Oh God, I pray that in Jesus' name you would make everything new.
2: Deliver us, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I command every device of Satan, every demon in us, every work of Satan in us, to get out now. In the name of Jesus, I bind all darkness and I command it to come out. Now, go to hell now. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every device and every work of Satan. Every Seed of sin that has been planted Father God in any one of us remove it oh God deliver us deliver us from the works of Satan oh God use us for your glory in Jesus name and make us ready oh Father make us ready make us ready make us ready we receive the spirit of readiness oh God make us ready as your bride oh God make us ready as your bride in the name of Jesus oh Father God we need to be made ready make us all, all of us ready in the name of Jesus Receive the spirit of readiness Father God Make all of us ready Now in the name of Jesus Oh Father God Make us ready Father God Use us, use us for your glory Lord Oh Father God Use us for great and mighty things And make new Father God Do new things in all of us Oh God
1: I thank you Jesus for your spirit. I thank you Jesus for your presence. I thank you Jesus for your anointing that is in this place. Oh God I thank you so much. Oh Lord I bless. I bless. I bless your name forevermore. Oh Jesus I bless your name forevermore. I thank you that you are God. I thank you that you are great. And I thank you that you are good. Oh Jesus you are good and strong
2: and faithful. Oh God you are so good. And I love you and I bless you. I bless you
1: Jesus for all the glory goes to you Lord. I thank you Lord. I praise your name. I praise you wonder. Jesus, wonderful, glorious Jesus, you deserve all the praise oh
2: Jesus, we just want to worship you in this time, we bless your name, oh God we bless you, oh God, we worship you oh God, you are faithful, oh God you are so good, and Lord, we just want to thank you Father God oh thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you,
1: Jesus. All of you that are listening, I encourage all of you to pray right now. Whatever thing it is that you have in your heart, whatever thing it is that you want the Lord to do for you, whatever thing it is that you have you have a need for, have a need of, I just want you to just ask the Lord right now to do it for you. I want all of you to just continue just and prayer and just worship me. Just worship the Lord and give Him all the praise. Give Him the glory. And I just want you to just tell God, God, if, if you need deliverance from a sin or from a struggle, tell the Lord right now to deliver you. If you need healing, if you need healing in any part of your body, ask the Lord because the Spirit is here. I can feel the Holy Spirit. I can feel the presence of God. I can feel the anointing of God. I can feel our Lord God Almighty. I can feel Jesus. I can feel His presence here so strong. I want you to just, you know, to just tap into that anointing. Ask the Lord. Because I'm going to pray right now for Him to release His Spirit upon all of you that are listening, and all of you that are asking, and all of you that are praying. I'm going to pray in agreement with you, and I'm going to ask the Lord to touch you, and the Lord will answer your prayers, okay? When you pray, have faith, believe, because faith is what pleases God. Because I want you to know this, that even as you are right now, even though you're not praying, the thoughts you're thinking right now, God already knows your thoughts. He, he knows your thoughts. So how much more when you speak? If, if God knows the thoughts you're thinking right now, even without speaking, how much more, how much more the, the words that you'll be speaking out. So I want you to know that God hears everything you say. So when you pray, have faith. Know that God hears you. And know that he will answer. Because the Bible says this. That's what he said. You know, when you take God's words to him, he, can't, he, he, he won't do it. Because, you know, his word can, does not return void. When he says something, it has to come to pass. So because he says that whatever thing it is that you shall ask, you know, in the name of His Son, Jesus, you know, if you believe, you'll receive. It has to happen to you. You know, but just wait and trust, because the Lord answers in His timing. So pray, and know that God is going to hear you no matter what, just know He will, because I want you to know that even if, even even when you, you, you even talk, okay, you just talk to your friend, God hears everything you tell your friend on the phone. Remember, God knows everything you do, wherever you are, so I just want you to know that there's no point in not having faith, because there's no point in thinking that God doesn't hear a prayer, because... I mean on judgment the books will be open and everything that you have done is going to be is going to be brought before you and you're going to be judged. So if God was not hearing you then how did He know that you said all these things? Because very soon all of you are gonna be everyone's gonna be brought in front of God and there's gonna be judgment. okay, well there's gonna be judgment, okay? God's going to there's gonna be a judgment. I mean, for those of you that believe in Jesus Christ, you know, you're free, you know there's no condemnation. Those of you that believe in Jesus Christ and are saved, you're free, no judgment. But, you know, for those that are not, um, this is what's going to be, like, this is how it's going to be. The Bible says that there's going to be a day of judgment where the books are going to be open. And when the books are open, the thing is God already knows all that you're doing. God sees everything. He knows your thoughts. So he already knows. I just want you to understand that God already knows what you're thinking. So how much more when you speak? How much more when you open your mouth to speak? Will God not hear you when you speak? Because if God already knows your thoughts even before you say them, How much more the words that come out of your mouth. He knows them even more than you. He knows what you're going to say even before you say it. So I want you to know to just have faith. Because whether you like it or not, God knows. Because it's not really up to you. God already knows what you're saying. He hears what you're saying. It's just that, you know, you need to believe. You need to believe because he hears you. But you need to believe he hears you and not just that, that he will answer. That's when it becomes complete. You need to have faith in Jesus. And when you pray, make sure you pray in, 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 I, N, in the name of Jesus. It's very crucial. You have to make sure all your prayers are always in the name. You just don't pray. Pray in the name of Jesus. Don't pray in the name of any saint or any virgin, please, Jesus is the only one that could save you. If you're praying in the name of any saint, or when you pray, make sure the the name of Jesus is in your prayer. Always end it. I I ask these things in, in Jesus' name. Make sure that you always do that. Because Jesus is the Son of God and God loves him. And whenever you say something in the name of Jesus, it's like you're using the blood of Jesus to cover what you're saying. When God sees or hears your prayer, it makes him even happier because you're talking about his son. Because guess what? When you pray in the name of Jesus, it's like you're believing in his son. You're believing that his son, you're believing that God's son, the one that he loved, the one that he chose, Jesus, the Son of God that God has chosen. And it's like you're believing that, you know, God indeed chose Jesus and God indeed has lifted his name above every other name, and as you believe in these things and you pray in the name of Jesus, it makes God even happier it like it covers it presents your prayer more pleasing to God because you're not just praying but you're praying believing in his Son, and that makes him so happy. It makes God so happy when you know when people believe in his Son because that's all he wants. He wants people to believe in his son, but so many people don't want to because they think they know what's best, but Jesus' is the only one that can save you. if you want to go to heaven, Jesus is the only way. So we're going to continue to pray and pray in the name of Jesus. And I just want you to know that God will answer whatever request that you have. Just know that he hears you and we're going to just pray right now. I'm going to and I'm going to agree with all of you and I'm going to pray that God will touch all of you. So you all, um, and I'm going to pray that God answers our prayer. So whatever it is that you need, just pray right now. All those who are listening, we're just going to pray for a short while and then we'll continue with the word and I'll continue to share the dreams and the visions that I had. Um, so let's start praying. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we humbly come before you this day. Oh,
2: Holy Spirit, I thank you for your anointing. Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd move. Holy Spirit, move right now in the homes of everyone that is listening. Oh, Jesus, touch everyone now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, forgive all of us of all of our sins. Oh, God, cover all of us in the arm of God. Oh, Lord Jesus, send your angels to surround us right now. Father God, I pray that right now those that are praying for deliverance, oh, God, deliver them now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, let your will be done in your people. Pour out your anointing, oh God, pour out your power. Oh God, break the chains and the yokes of Satan on the lives of your people. Oh Lord, let your will be done in the lives of your people now in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, manifest your glory in your presence. Oh God, I know that you hear their prayers. Oh Lord, I pray in agreement with them and I pray that you'd answer all their prayers, Father. Those that need healing, heal them. Those that need deliverance, deliver them. Oh God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, those that want to be ready I pray they make them ready now in the name of Jesus oh Father God, pour out your anointing pour out your answers, oh Father God release angels, Father God, to minister to them, whatever they're struggling with oh Lord, help them in their need, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, that your will be done in their lives, in the name of Jesus oh Lord, I pray they bless them in the name of Jesus, that Lord God you would do great and mighty things in their lives Oh Lord... I pray that God you would help them. I pray that God you would heal them. I pray that God you would give them understanding. I pray that God that you would bless them. I pray that God that you would, you would them into anointing that whatever it is that they need. Oh Lord, that you would answer, answer whatever thing it is that they have. Because Father, it's only you that could move. It is only you that is in control of this world. There's only you that could change us. It is only you, Father God, that can let your will be done. So Father, let your will be done. in all of us right now, in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, do great and mighty things in all of us. Make all of us ready Father God lead and guide all of us oh Holy Spirit more and more of your anointing Holy Spirit make us ready Holy Spirit make us ready Holy Spirit release your fire Father God release your anointing in the name of Jesus Father God more and more of your anointing God, more and more of your presence, more and more of your spirit, Holy Spirit, fill us with your anointing. Oh, Father God, bring down your fire, consume all that is sinful, consume all that is of the devil. And, Father God, let your spirit be free, let your spirit rise up in us right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, do your will in all of us, Father God, right now. Let your will be done. And, God, break the voice of Satan. Oh, Lord, destroy the voice of the enemy. Now I command all darkness to leave in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, remove the works of Satan, remove the blindfold that are on the eyes of your children. Oh, God, release your power, God. Oh, Father God, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Oh, Father God, let your will be done in all of us. Use all of us for your glory. Oh, Father God, make all of us ready, Father God, as your end time warriors, oh Lord. Bring your glory down, oh Lord, and touch your children. Oh, God, touch your people. In the name of Jesus, forgive your people for their sins. Oh, Lord heal them and renew them restore them remove the works of Satan let the plans of Satan be broken and destroyed oh God let all of our enemies be put to shame oh break and cancel their works oh Lord I thank you for the victory that you have given to us oh Lord oh I bless you oh Father God I thank you for your works oh Lord I thank you for all that you are doing oh Jesus oh blessed be to you God all blessings go to you oh Lord blessed is our God oh Jesus Jesus, I thank you. Oh, Holy Spirit, I thank you for moving. Oh, Jesus, I bless your name. Oh, thank you, wonderful God. Oh, Jesus, we worship you. Oh, Jesus, we praise you. Oh, Jesus, we bless you. Oh, Jesus, we thank 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 you. Oh, Father God, I thank you so much. Oh God, I worship. We just want to worship you. We just want to worship you.
1: Yes, brothers and sisters, just worship the Lord. I just feel my heart to just Thank the Lord and just worship Him. Father God, we just want to worship You. We just want to thank You. We worship You for hearing our prayers. Father God, I thank You for hearing our prayers. I thank You for moving and I thank You for working in all of us. I thank You so much. All blessings and all honor and all glory goes to You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. I bless You, Jesus. Father, all glory goes to you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, use us in great and mighty ways. Father God, pour out your Spirit upon us. Oh God, pour out your anointings in our hearts. Oh God, let your will be done in all of us, Father God. Oh God, forgive us of all of our sins in Jesus' name. Oh Father God, use all of us for your glory, Father God. Help all of us to do your will. Help all of us to do your will, oh Jesus. Refine all of us, refine all of us, refine all of us, refine all of us. Father God, use us in great and mighty ways. Father, let your will be done in all of us. Father, let your will be done in all of us in Jesus' name. Heal our hearts, heal our souls, heal our minds, and heal our spirit. Oh God, let your will be done in all of us. Forgive us of all of our iniquities. Forgive us of all of our iniquities in Jesus' name. Oh, we worship, we thank you, 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 Lord, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. We thank you for all that you've let happen to us. Forgive us of our sins, remove all sin. Make all of us ready for a coming, Jesus. Make all of us ready. We worship you, we worship you, we adore you, we praise you, we bless you, we glorify you, we glorify you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus for moving and for working in such a wonderful way in all of us today oh i thank you lord i bless you i bless you i bless you i bless you father god in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen thank you holy spirit yes as we were praying i felt that the holy spirit was telling me this he was telling me that what he wants us to really pray for in this time is to be ready as a bride that's what he wants us to pray for because that is the most crucial thing because, you know, the diff- right now what's so important is that there's a rapture coming. People are going to leave and people will be left behind. And if you pray for him to make you ready and you're ready, you will not be left behind. So when we were praying, um, he was telling me that a lot people are praying for a lot of things that are, that, that are good. But he was telling me that what he really wants us to really pray for and focus on right now is, is for those of you, if you're not saved, then pray that people be saved. And or if, you're not say, if you know people that are not say pray for them to be saved. But he was showing me that one thing that's also very important to him that his people pray for is to be ready as a bride. You can never pray that enough. Because I'm telling you, as long as you're in this world, you always have a test. There's always testings and trials that are always coming your way. Satan is never sleeping. He's going to and fro to stop every single person that, you know, that is a candidate for the rapture or that he knows that God has chosen to bring home. And he sees in the spirit because he sees how you pray. He sees that you try to live a holy life. He sees. He knows because he sees the anointing that is in you in the spirit. He could see these things because spiritually, I mean, spiritually, even sometimes I could even see when people are like anointed. When I when I meet people for the first time, sometimes even without knowing enough anything about them, when I see them for the first time, when I look at, when I look see them and I look at them, but sometimes spiritually I could. Yes, as I was saying, like in the spirit. Even when people are anointed, I could I could even see. Because sometimes when I go to church and I see people, like there's people that come and there's some people I'll look at and then I'll see like something, like like either like, sometimes I see like something, like, like a crystal on their forehead or like a stone on their forehead or something of God on their forehead. For some people, I, I would just see different things and I would be able to see different anointings on different people. For some people, I, I would see them. And then I would see like their spirit, and I would see that spiritually, the Lord has given them robes. Like I've seen some robes that are so beautiful. I had this friend that I saw in school, and spiritually, I could see that the Lord had given her like a, a breastplate. She was she was a girl. Um, and the Lord had given her like the most beautiful breastplate. The Lord had given her the most beautiful breastplate. Um, this friend I had it was I mean it was very special things the Lord was doing. Yeah, this this was happening to me when I was I mean at, at the beginning. Um, this happened to me like when I saw this girl. This was when I was around like, I was around 15. It happened like years and years ago. And I was with her, and then I saw that her spirit. I saw her spirit, and I saw that her spirit was so beautiful. I mean, like, she. I mean, she was like kind of like tough person, but her spirit and her heart. I could see that she had such a beautiful heart, and in her, her spirit, I could see like her glorified form. And she had like a, a like a, a garment. And, I mean, even till this day, I haven't seen a garment like hers. Her garment was so special and so unique. It had, like, a breastplate. It was like a one-piece breastplate. But it was not like a breastplate, but it was like a breastplate. <laughs> and they had the most beautiful designs. It had colors, like gold, like slight orange, silver. And the, these, like, the the colors, it was like gold. They were like gold writings. Like, it was like gold drawings of flowers. I could see, like, like flower-shaped petals, And I could see the designs. It was almost like the Lord had, you know, the Lord is so artistic. His designs are, like, flawless. Like, I mean, because the Lord knows I like art and I like things like that. So the Lord sometimes shows me his, because, you know, like, the Lord speaks to us or he ministers to us, you know, uniquely. The Lord knows how I am. The Lord knows I love animals and I love art. So when the Lord ministers to me, he ministers to me in that way. Like, when the Lord shows me things, he shows me Sometimes in detail, so I could see that the so I could see how artistic he is, because the Lord knows when I see art, I get so happy, so for me, sometimes when the Lord ministers to me, he shows me his, he shows me how artistic he is, he shows me his art hand, he shows me how he shows me how 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 much of an artist he is because the Lord knows I also like to draw and paint I, I like to do a lot of art, so the Lord Also shows me how artistic he is. So there's times when the Lord would show me his designs, and I would see them. I'm like, oh wow, Lord, you're like the most artistic person, like in the whole universe. Because in my mind, there's these art concepts that the Lord's put in my mind, and that I think are so awesome. And then the Lord would show me how he designs those things that I think are so great. The Lord, like, and sometimes the Lord shows me the things he paints. I mean, not, not, I mean, forgive me for saying the things he paints. The things he makes. I mean, I'm sorry. The things he makes. And it's like, they're the things that when I sometimes draw, the things that I try to imagine and want, you know, wish to happen or wish to draw. But I'm sorry for the Lord the, the Lord paints. The Lord creates them. He makes them. Because in the Spirit, sometimes the Lord gives me certain garments or certain armors. Or the Lord gives me things, like so many different kinds of things, like certain robes, garments, jewelry, any like so many things. And, you know, when the Lord gives me these things, I look, I'm able to see them in the Spirit. And He shows me it in detail so I could see like the the level, like the design on. Let's say if it's if it's a garment, I could see the design in a garment, and the designs in the garment. I tell you, brothers and sisters, they are so beautiful. Like I seen things, that I was like so amazed. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, I mean, on Earth, it would take so much time. I don't think we even have the materials to make them, but like it would be so like it would be so awesome. Like it, it would on Earth, it would be something so special, that because the garments that the Lord makes. And the design that the Lord makes with it, it's so amazing. And I tell you, like when you build your relationship with the Lord, the Lord will speak to you the the way you are and on your level. The Lord speaks to you, you know, the, based on relationship, okay? And He speaks to you on your level and, you know, the Lord knows what you like. For me, the Lord knows what I like. So He shows me what, what, like the Lord, the Lord knows I love animals. So when the Lord speaks to me, like the Lord knows I love animals. So usually when the Lord would want to speak to me, he would speak to me sometimes in animal form like sometimes he comes as a bird like as a bird a giant bird and i get so happy or sometimes if you want sometimes if jesus would like to come to me he usually comes to me sometimes as a lion because he knows i would he knows i would because he knows i get so excited when i see him as in, in his animal forms because he knows how i love animals and he knows if he talks to me like as an animal or as a bird, I'd probably, I'd get so happy, because, you know, he knows, like, I'm just giving an example, you know, the Lord knows how we are, and he knows how we're like, and we're all very different, and we have, you know, so we have different relationships with the Lord, so for me, I've, I've seen the Lord a lot of times, The most of the time, to tell you the truth, I've seen the Lord come to me in, like, an animal form, rather than like, I've seen him a lot more in an animal form. To tell you the truth, Holy, I've seen the Holy Spirit, like, in, like, almost all the time, like, animal form. I usually see him in a bird form. Like, in, and in a bird form, he has, like, different bird forms. He has, like, different dove forms. Like, the dove forms he has is not, it's not just, like, one dove form. He could come in a very big dove, like a very giant dove. Or he could appear to you, like, in a small bird, like a small dove. Or Jesus could appear to you in a lion form. I love that lion form. Like, I never get tired of that. Like, I, every time Jesus appears to me as a lion, I, I'm, like, speechless. I'm, like, so happy. I get so thankful because I love to see Jesus in his lion form because I just love that Jesus is a lion of Judah. And he's he's a real lion. And when he appears to me, he appears to me as a lion. And I get so excited because I love because I love animals and I love lions. And when Jesus comes to me as a lion, I get so happy. And sometimes he shows me sometimes he comes to me as like as a regular tawny line, or sometimes as a golden line, or sometimes different lines. sometimes I've seen him like i mean i've I had I have a friend who told me that I have this friend who told me that he saw Jesus as like a blood line, like a line that was red like i mean like you know he he appears to people you know differently like you know he shows people different things based on you know the person and what he knows a person is like or what they want. I mean, I've seen Jesus in, in different forms, but I've seen him. I've seen the Lord appear to me mostly in animal forms because he knows I love animals, and he appears to us, he speaks to us the way we like to. Someone that maybe likes to see things in a certain way, Jesus would usually come and appear to them. Um, in 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 that kind of way, because you know Jesus knows that we're all very, very, very different, and he made us differently, and you know all those things are things that he likes. Jesus also really likes animals a lot, so. So that part of him that really likes animals, you probably put that in me. And maybe the part of Jesus that really likes fruits and plants. Or maybe, I also like plants too a lot. I, I like love plants so much. Maybe the other part of Jesus that likes, I don't know, maybe something else. He put it in someone else. It's like, you know, we're all very different and Jesus makes all of us so differently. And, you know, we all like different things because, like, God likes different things. And he puts those likenesses in us differently. Like, so you meet someone that's really gon- that's going to really be in um, I don't know something like maybe flying or fighting or anything it could be anything because you know in heaven you know Jesus he's a warrior like you know in heaven our Lord God Almighty you know these angels they they train for battle they fight so someone could be made like that as a, to be a spiritual warrior so as they pray you would if they have spiritual sight they would see that their spirit would be fighting against these demons and these evil these this evil darkness and wickedness in high places so I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just showing. I'm just telling you this to just show you how you how wonderful our God is and how amazing He is. And and I mean, the Lord is so fun, and I love spending time with the Lord. This is what I mean. Like the Lord, He knows us, and and it's like He does things. He does things in a way to everyone to catch your attention and to let them know that He really knows us. Because I'm telling you, a few days ago, the Lord told like the Lord took me to to the Garden of Eden. I was surprised because this is probably the first time. I have probably ever been to the Garden of Eden, and I was really surprised. I was really surprised. I was in the garden. I was really surprised that the Lord took me to the garden. I mean, I'm really thankful He took me I was all surprised. I went to the Garden of Eden. I was very surprised that the Lord took me to the Garden of Eden because I I was really surprised. But it was amazing. Like I was I was so amazed. I was really I I was really thankful because I haven't I haven't been to the Garden of Eden before, and this time I was there. I'm telling brothers and sisters, it was such an, an amazing experience. It was like, wow, it was amazing. You know, the Lord knows our hearts, and he gives us what we desire to show, you know, to show us how much he loves us. Because he, he took me there, and I was like, wow, really? Like, I'm like, I was, I'm so thankful and so happy. But, you know, it's like sometimes the Lord gives us things that, you know, that are, just, that are just really surprising. Like he likes to surprise us with gifts and presents. So the Lord took me to the Garden of Eden. And you know as I said earlier, I really like animals and I like I like animals and plants but I really like animals a lot. So <laughs> this time when I went to the Garden of Eden, it was like he was I mean, he took me into the past and he was showing me like creation, like how he made things and I saw the creation, I saw how God was making things and I saw how it was beginning to expand and just spread all over everywhere. And I saw the birds and the animals. Oh wow! I was like, wow, Lord, this is amazing. Like He created so many animals. I couldn't even count the animals I saw. The animals were just spreading and jumping and flying everywhere. Like they were like full of life, and it was just like an explosion of life. And there was just like just flying left, right, east, west, everywhere the animals were just flying towards. And they were just flying everywhere. And it was such a wonderful time. It was such a wonderful experience. And I saw Jesus. So many animals, so many animals I saw in the Garden of Eden, they're not even, they're not here right now. Because a lot of the animals I saw, the Lord allowed me to see them in detail, and they are not, they're not here. I saw some animals that looked so old. They looked like dinosaurs, to tell you the truth. I'm not sure of everything that I saw, because I was really surprised that I saw some, I wasn't really sure, but like, I saw things, like, I saw animals, some of them, I thought they were like dinosaurs, because they were, they were were old, and they were like, in the, they were like, you know, like creation, like, you know, they were like in the past, like, really long, long time ago, I saw animals that were like dinosaurs, like, I'm not sure exactly all the places, because I saw different places, and I can't remember everything that I saw, but the Lord also showed me because at the beginning of the at, at the beginning of that time He showed me that Alvi He'd also brought Brother Alvi into the Garden of Eden and I was I wasn't even expecting that I was so shocked I was really surprised I was like because I didn't I was really surprised but then I knew that Brother Alvi had also been to the Garden of Eden and He had shown me this and He was confirming He, he had shown me that uh, He had shown me that Brother Alvi had also been to the been to the Garden of Eden and because at the beginning I saw like I was seeing like the I was seeing like things. I was seeing I was from a, like I was at this place. I was like in a, was, like, in a place, and then I began t- as the creation, as the animals, and everything was expanding, um, and they were moving. They were flying outwards, expanding, and then I was also f- and I also lifted off and started. You know what the Lord let me do in the Garden of Eden? I was so happy. Like the Lord let me do this. I'm like so thanks. I'm, I'm so thankful that Jesus allowed me. <laughs> Jesus is so awesome. Jesus was letting me fly in the Garden of Eden. I'm telling you, that was amazing. <laughs> I was like, wow! It was so amazing flying in the Garden of Eden. Like, I was like, you know, the Lord is so good when you obey the Lord and when you live holy and when you pray and fast and seek the Lord. I'm telling you, like, the Lord will let you experience adventures. Like, the Lord, He's an adventurous God too. Like, He knows how to let His people have fun, like and enjoy, like and to because the Lord knows I love nature and and you know where else like where else to let me experience nature than you know the Garden of Eden. The Lord allowed me to experience nature there, and. He took me there, and, I, I, and at the beginning, as I said, I saw Brother Alvy there, and the Lord was really showing me and confirming to me that he really has brought Brother Alvy there, and for those of you, um, because I was, I, I, he wanted me, I was thinking, I was like, wait, why, I wasn't, I, I was asking, but I was like, Lord, why, why did I see Brother Elvey there, and he was really showing me that Brother Alvy has really came there, and he wanted me to tell, I felt like what came to my heart was that he wanted me to tell people in the Lord's hour that the things that Brother Alvy says and is saying are true, because Without expecting, brothers and sisters, I saw Brother Elvie in the Garden of Eden. I was really, I saw him there. I saw like the Lord, and I saw where the animals and the plants were, and I saw Brother Elvie. He was there. I knew it was him so clear. And then after that, I started to see the animals like the dino, like the animals that look like dinosaurs because I did see that too. they were, like in this place. Like I'm not, sh- I'm not sure about everything I saw, but I know that I did see like dinosaurs. I'm, I'm not sure if they were in another place. I don't really. Like I don't remember everything because everything was so fast. Everything was just when I when I when I realized I got up, everything I saw was so fast, so I couldn't remember everything. But I remembered some things. Like I saw Brother Elvie. I knew I saw him, and he was in the Garden of Eden. I saw him there. I knew I saw Brother Elvie, and the Lord is letting me know to come on. You know, to tell everyone in the Lord's hour that the things that Brother Elvie says are true and Jesus was the one that gave these revelations to him to share. So for those of you that are going against saying what Brother is saying is not true, I want you to know that it's true because I mean the Lord showed me this, okay? The Lord, and I wasn't even expecting I wasn't even expecting to see Brother. LV. I, was, I was really expecting to see Brother in in the Garden of Eden. I was so surprised I saw him there. But the Lord was showing me that yes, yes. Brother Alvi is his son and he brought him to the Garden of Eden and what he's saying is true. So the Lord wants me to tell all of you on the Lord's hour that what Brother Alvi says on the Lord's hour and what he's saying, it is so true because I'm telling you, I saw him. I, I saw him and I saw I saw him there and I saw him there for a quick flash. I didn't see him there for a long time. I, I saw him there and I knew that he had been there. I knew he had been to the Garden of Eden. And so the Lord is showing me that Brother Elvi has been to the Garden of Eden and the, and the testimonies that he was sharing were true and everything that so for for those of you that are not that don't believe I don't know if, I I don't know why the Lord let me see him there but I think it might be because some people probably don't believe that brother Elvie went to the garden of Eden or some people might not be believing that what he said was true I'm here to tell you that it's true okay I'm here to tell you that it is true because I I saw him there I saw him there and I wasn't even expecting this I was I was not expecting this I was just, you know, I was just praying, worshiping, God, worshiping the Lord, and just, you know, just, I was not expecting this, but I saw him there. I saw Brother Elvin in the Garden of Eden, like a hundred percent. I know I saw him there, and I know that Jesus wants me to let people know that what Brother Elvin is saying is true, and that he was really in the Garden of Eden, and what it, and experiences he had were true. So I want you to know this, that it's very true, okay. And what the, what the Lord told him, it's very true because I saw him there. I knew I saw him. I, I for him I I, I was. It was one part of the one part of the experience that I could not forget was that I knew that he had been there to the garden of eden. I knew the Lord showed me that he was there to tell people that he had been there and that he wants people to believe the testimonies and the things that brother Obi shares because those things they are from Jesus and they're true. So I want you to know that's why I believe the Lord the Lord showed me there. He took me to garden of eden. But to continue that 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 um that experience um when I was there the Lord was allowing me to fly. And I was so happy that I was able to fly in the Garden of Eden, like, and, and you know, when some people go to Garden of Eden, you know, people focus on other things. For me, it was, for me, it was more about the animals in the Garden of Eden. There were, what else, that was what I, was, I would focus on, because I really, I really, <laughs> I really love animals so much, and, I mean, I would, like, I was really focusing on the animals for some reason, like, when I, when the Lord took me to the Garden of Eden, what I was focusing on was the animals, especially the birds, because I was granted the ability to, to, to fly, and I was flying the Garden of Eden, and I was like, the Holy Spirit was teaching me how to fly, because he's been teaching me how to fly the Holy Spirit in the Spirit. So when he takes me in the Spirit, I'm, he teaches me so I know how to fly and just move around. And I was flying. The Lord is letting me fly. And I was so thankful. I was so happy. And I was flying with the birds. Oh, wow. It's like when I saw the creation, I saw the animals. Like, the Lord cre- I saw the creation. I saw all the, a- I saw the animals. So many of them I couldn't count. Like, oh, so many of them I can't even remember. Like, thousands, even millions. They were just It was like they were just being made, and they were just coming out, spreading. Uh, It was just, they were just, things were just happening, like, all over. And I saw the trees, and I saw the clouds. Oh, wow. The clouds in the Garden of Eden, they were so beautiful. They had, like, rainbows coming out of them. And they were so poofy, like, really big. Like, they were so big, poofy clouds. And I saw rainbows coming out of them. And I saw the birds, and, wow, I was flying with the birds. I was trying to keep up because the birds were very fast. And there was this particular bird that caught my eye that I haven't even seen before. This bird was like an eagle. It was an eagle, but it was like an eagle that doesn't exist anymore. It was probably existing when, you know, the Lord made the Garden of Eden. But that e- that bird I saw, it's not here anymore. And of all the birds I saw, that bird was the bird that caught my eye. It was so beautiful. And it was so big. It was like my size. The eagle was like as big as I was or maybe a little bit bigger than me like, the eagle was, the the bird was really big, it was, like, pretty, it was, like, its size was, like, probably bigger than, like, I don't know, like, it was probably almost the size of, like, a six-foot man, that's how big the bird was, and the bird was huge, and it was flying, and it could fly, and it's, oh, wow, I saw the eagle's head, it had such a beautiful head with a beautiful beak, and, wow, and I saw it's, like, it's, Talons, I saw like its feet, and his feet, I forgot the color, but they were either like something like, I don't remember how exactly it looked, because I, I don't, because there was a lot of things I saw, and I probably mixed some things up um, about how, I, I about the color of his feet, because the place, the garden had had another color too to it, so I can't remember exactly how his feet looked, but I knew that it had very special feet, his feet were so beautiful, and his feet were like, were like, they were probably like something like, someone I could remember I would say maybe like gold, but I can't remember, so, I mean, I'm not sure if they were gold, but from what I remember, I think they were like either gold or like a silvery color, and his his feet, the bird's feet were so beautiful, and the bird, its tail, like, I remember I saw the bird, like, I could really, because I was really looking at that bird, because when I started to fly, I I was flying with, a lot of animals in the sky, and we were just flying, just going into places. We we're just—it was like it was such a huge place. It was like you could fly forever. We were just, we were just flying, flying, flying. And then I looked down, and then I saw the trees. Oh wow, the trees were big, and the trees had like covered the ground. Like I couldn't see ground space. Like I couldn't see ground because the trees were big, and the trees had covered everywhere. Was like there was not a gap between the leaves or the branches. Like the trees were so thick. That when I looked down, all I saw was just trees. Like the earth was like when I looked down, like it was a part of the Garden of Eden where I was. When I looked down, everywhere was covered in. Everywhere was covered in trees, everywhere was just covered in trees. And, and that was a part where the bird was also flying to. So I was, we were, um, I was flying with a bird, and and it was a really big bird. It was like my size, or maybe a little bit bigger than me. And then we were like we were um we were we were going together and and I saw that the bird was going to a place, and I followed the bird because I thought the bird was so beautiful and it was an eagle and it was so awesome like it looked so it looked so awesome like it looked it had like this beautiful look like the bird was like reflecting god's God's um artistic hand. Like, the bird was reflecting God's glory and how creative God was because the bird was so beautiful. And I followed this bird because, you know, I really like birds a lot. Like, I really like birds and cats, but I like birds a lot. And I was, this, I, I, I was following this bird because, I don't know, I was just following this bird. And, you know, the I looked up in the sky and I saw the sky, but, I mean, this wasn't a very long experience. I saw, there was a lot of things that I'm probably leaving out because there's there was so much in the garden that I... I there were so many things I tell you brothers and sisters that I I I I couldn't remember everything because with my you know with, with the mind that we have right now um I I couldn't remember everything but I tell you that garden is so beautiful and it's full of life so for people that like that like nature that like plants and animals and like to probably spend a lot of time with you know, with Jesus in 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 the park where there's animals. <laughs> wow the government's probably gonna be your place. I mean I mean we're all different, so some people might like to be in like houses or be close to rivers. For me I I like to be like for me I really like to be where you know Jesus is where there's the animals. I just like the an anim- I just really like being with the animals and Jesus. <laughs> it's such an amazing experience. So Jesus was le- Jesus was letting me, you know, have fun with the birds and I'm <laughs> with the birds of the Garden of Eden, and it was such an it was such an amazing experience. And I want all of you to know how wonderful, how Jesus is, how great He is, and how He loves us, and how you know He's going to, you know, He's going to bless us and reward us and give us give us you know great things. I'm telling you, like a lot of people think that seeking the Lord is like boring or There is not much to it, but I'm telling you, there is so much to it, like, in my experience with the Lord, like, I had, there was so much that the Lord did to just make me so happy and to just entertain me, like, entertain me so much that I didn't have, I don't want to be anywhere else, because the, the Lord, and I was so entertained with the Lord, like, like the Lord was just so interesting to me that I, I didn't want to do anything else. I just wanted to know more about the Lord because the Lord is so interesting that I want to just know more about Him. I don't want to be anywhere, do anything else. And, you know, that's what the Lord wants us to do. That's how He wants us to be towards Him. He wants us to, to you know, to know, like He wants us to to find Him interesting. The Lord wants us to delight in Him. You know, the Lord wants us to have fun in Him. He wants us to rejoice in Him. He wants us to enjoy being with Him. He doesn't want us to find Him, well, boring and, you know, not so interesting. No, no, no. He wants us to know, Well, if you really begin, if you know the Lord, I'm telling you, you know, He's like so fun. And like, I mean, He relates to people depending on how they are. Like, or some people, you know, like, it depends on how you like to take things. But for me, I like to sort of sometimes play around and have I like to sort of sometimes play around and have fun and jump, jump around and scream and laugh. So the Lord knows I like that. So the Lord lets me, like he lets me experience things that will just let me jump around and laugh and rejoice. And I tell you, when I jump around and rejoice and laugh in the Lord, the Lord loves it. Like, you know, he loves to see his children rejoicing over him. I mean, who wouldn't? Like, you know, as a parent, you know, when you see your children happy because of you or if someone rejoices over you, you know how you feel. You feel really happy, right? Well, that's how God feels. but well, when you rejoice over God, He gets so happy, and He loves it when you rejoice over Him. And 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 I was rejoicing over the Lord, and I was like, I was like, I get so happy sometimes when the Lord does these things. And you know, I'm I'm really thankful for the Lord. He's such an amazing God. He's so good, and you know, He knows every every desire that we all have. He knows what we desire the most, and. You know, he's gonna he's gonna reward us according to, you know, our heart's desire. He knows what we like and you know how we are and he knows the things he knows the things we like even before we say them. So he's going to reward us according to. So I'm telling you, like in heaven, in the Garden of Eden, I did see I saw the plants, I saw the trees. I'm telling you there are so many trees, it's not like now where we have like the trees are so many of them are cut off. Everywhere, like when I looked down because I was flying with the birds, so when I looked down, I saw like I saw the trees, the trees, so many trees. Big trees, green like thick trees, covered everywhere. Everywhere trees. I looked up in the clouds. Oh wow, clouds! Big beautiful clouds with rainbows coming out of them. I looked at the bird. The bird's tail, such a beautiful tail. The bird's tail. I hadn't, I haven't seen a tail like that in my, in my life. Like that was the first of its kind I had seen. So, I mean, brothers and sisters, like, if you had no, if an, if you have an idea of the beauty that the Lord has that he made, a lot of it right now, it's gone because, you know, global warming. A lot of the animals are extinct. But if you had seen the animals that were ba- there back then in the Garden of Eden, you would have known the beauty. Like, I didn't even know that a bird could have, like, a rainbow coming out of its tail like that. Like, I saw this eagle. This eagle had, like, a rainbow in its tail, and its tail had, like... Its, it's tail had like three points coming out of it and the two points two points on the edges were like a regular like the part of its regular feathers and the the middle point coming out of it was like a rainbow tail and it was so beautiful and it's feathers i not the feathers, feathers were like it was like a silvery gray color and i saw the feathers and i saw its head oh wow the eagle's head was so beautiful i <laughs> was so happy when i saw the eagle the eagle was so beautiful and I'm not saying this to glorify an animal or to glorify a bird. I'm just telling I'm just telling you this to show you how artistic God is. The reason why I'm telling you how beautiful God's creation is, it's not because I want to glorify God's creation. No, I'm telling you this so that it glorifies God. So that as so that as you know the beautiful things God makes, you begin to understand how wonderful God is. Because I was like, wow, God, you made all this. Like, the, like you are such an amazing God. You're so wonderful. So please, I want all of you to understand that I'm not trying to glorify an animal here, or I'm not trying to make anyone think that. Because I know some people might. Because I want to make sure everyone understands what I'm doing or what I'm trying to do here. I want people to see the glory of God and the beauty that God made in the in, in the Garden of Eden years ago. That you know now man is destroying. But I want you. But I mean that's what I want you to. I want you to know the beauty of God and the glory of God. Because obviously, we all know that our lord jesus our our God he's much 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 more beautiful and much much more much much greater and much more awesome than any of his creation, so I want you to make i, I want to make sure that all of you know that I'm not glorifying an animal but I'm glorifying God, not his creation but i I want you to know that I'm telling you how beautiful his creation is, so that so that you, so that, so that, because in that way, I'm, I'm giving glory to him so that you know how great he is. Because, you know, you know, we praise the Lord and we thank him and we glorify him because of his beautiful deeds. Because, because you know how it says in, in the book of Revelation, great and amazing are your deeds, Lord God Almighty it's said in the book of revelation meaning you know they're saying god's creation is so beautiful and amazing but it's giving glory to god so i just want to make sure people because you know i know that sometimes people could misunderstand what i'm saying and people could end up saying well Calvin is glorifying an animal i know i mean i know not to glorify an animal because i know that that because you know only god deserves all the glory and glorifying something that is not god is 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 idolism and the lord hates that so for all of you to that probably might glorify something too much, or like, I mean, it depends on your heart, because the Lord knows my heart, the Lord knows why I'm saying what I'm saying, but that reminds me to talk about idolism, anything that you you glorify with your heart, and look up to, I mean, it's okay to to think that God has wonderful creation, and to describe the beauty in his creation, to let people know how wonderful God is, but something that you, but you have to be careful there. you have to make sure that if you're doing it, you're doing it because of God, that in your heart, although you're saying like sometimes people could look at creation and say, "Well, look at how beautiful all this is. God made it. They're giving glory to God, but if you're if you're looking at it and you know you're not because somehow you have to always make sure that you're giving the glory back to God. You have to make sure that in everything that there is in everything that you do, somehow it always ends up giving glory to God. Let's say if you say, well." Well, look at look at this stone or look at this rock. It's so beautiful. Wow, God is so great and glorious. You have to always somehow give the glory back to God. If you just say, "Well, this stone's so beautiful," and then that's it, you just end there, and there's no God in your sentence. Then you have to be careful because then it could. That's where it begins. It's like you're beginning to adore something, but you're forgetting the Maker. It's like you're adoring creation, but you're forgetting the Maker. That's when you have to make sure. That's when you have to be careful because when you're doing that, that's sin, that's idolism, and 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 it's a, it's it's sin because you're just wasting your time, giving your your time, adoring something that can't even do anything for you. It's just it's just creation. Remember, all the things in the earth they're going to pass away, but God is the only one that's going to remain forever. So I I, yeah, I just wanted people to understand that I wanted people to know that the reason why I'm talking about the Garden of Eden and God's creation is because I'm trying to give glory to God. I'm trying to let you understand. How amazing God's hands are, how artistic God is, how wonderful He made everything so that we give glory to Him, so we know that our God is a great God. Because I'm saying this in my heart, I'm giving glory to God. I'm, I'm thankful to God and I'm, God is just such an amazing God. And I, that's what I want all of you to do. I want all of you to you know, to glorify Him in all that you do. And even if you're, you're, you're doing something or you're saying something, make sure that you always end what you're saying and giving glory to God. You can say, well, someone's someone's nice or someone's beautiful but make sure that as you're doing it you, you give glory to god because that's the way of the spirit and everything you do you give glory to god you could say wow look at how beautiful the earth is wow god made all this glory to god you know you you bless god for his wonderful works. you glorify god for the wonderful things he does you know great and amazing are his deeds he's god almighty he made all these things so like when i was taking the garden of eden the lord was like letting me experience and and teaching me how great and amazing his deeds were. I was glorifying God, and I was like I was so amazed at what God was doing and what God let me do and 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 most of all he i mean he let me fly in the Garden of Eden, I was so thankful to jesus i'm like I was so happy that Jesus let me fly in the Garden of Eden. it was so amazing, flying and feeling the wind and just going going through just the atmosphere of the Garden of Eden and flying with these majestic creatures that the Lord the Lord made. It was so beautiful and I was I'm so thankful to the Lord for all that He did. The Lord is such an amazing God. The Lord is so great. The Lord is so good. I want you to just focus on him and just to and just to put the Lord first. I want you to always do what the Lord wants you to do because the Lord He's loving I'm telling you, the Lord, He's loving and He knows what you want and He cares about you and He wants you to be happy and He's going to encourage you. He's going to do what, you know, He wants you to do. He's going to, you know, do things to encourage you so that you could do what He wants you to do. He's going to, you know, He's also going to do what you want Him to do. Like, you know, when you please the Lord, when you live a good life, when you ask something from the Lord that you want Him to do, God will do it for you. You Yeah, that's what I mean. God will do what you seek him to do for you if you put him first and if you trust him but i'm telling you yes i'm just trying to tell you wow god is an amazing god i just want you to know how amazing he is i just want you to know how amazing his, his wonders his creation is so that you praise Him and glorify him that's why i'm telling you all these things i'm telling you how beautiful the garden is and how beautiful the birds are so that you praise him so that you see wow god made this wow what, your, what an awesome god what a glorious god what a wonderful god Yes, when I when I see these things, I'm like, God, you are amazing. Like your wisdom and your power, I'm like, nothing can ever compare. God, I praise you, I glorify you for all these wonderful things that you have done and all these wonderful things that you are doing. And praise and him from your heart all the time, never stop. Because He is so good. Because He is so wonderful. He is so loving. He's so kind. And you know He cares about us so much. He cares about us so much. So that was a, that was a dream that I I wanted to share. And yes, and I did. In the dream, I'm just going to tell you what I saw in the dream. I did see dinosaurs. I saw, like, prehistoric creatures. <laughs> I, I don't know what people are going to say with this. I um, But I did see something like that. I saw creatures. I mean, I, I'm telling you the truth. This is what I did see in the dream. It was like an experience. Like, uh, well, yeah, whatever, um, whatever. I'm not exactly sure what the state I was in when I was there. But um, I'm not exactly sure what was happening to me. But when I just came back to myself and I woke up, I was, yeah, I I remembered that I I did see with the LV there, and I also did see like really old creatures, prehistoric. I don't I'm I, I don't fully understand um the what um because everything was so fast, but I know I saw creatures that look like dinosaurs. I know I saw that, and I mean I want you to pray about it, and and maybe the Lord will tell you what he meant by um everything. He's gonna explain that if there's parts of the dreams where I've, I mean if it was part of the experience. Um, that I had. Um, if, if there's parts where you don't understand, um, pray about it, and the Lord will, will let you understand more about it. But I did see like creatures that were like dinosaurs. I I'm not sure if that they they were in a part of heaven or another planet. I'm not sure about it, about that. But I I know that I I saw them. I saw these creatures that looked like dinosaurs, and it looked like they were like in, the, in di- a different place. But I did see them. I remember that I saw them. So I saw them so clear And they were there and it was like They were eating grass Something like that But I saw different ones So many of them Prehistoric creatures Really old Like I saw them too Like dinosaurs And when the Lord Took me to spirit I saw the dinosaurs Yeah They looked like dinosaurs And they were there And I saw so many of them And they were like In this different place Because when I saw the birds I'm not sure if that's where The dinosaurs were They could have been But the place was so big I wasn't sure If it was, a, if it was another place That I was seeing But yeah That was what it was so I just want you to, I'm sorry if I probably didn't explain this, if I didn't explain this as well as I planned to, I'm really sorry. But just, you know, take this to the Lord. Pray pray to God and the Lord will, will show you or will explain to you probably the parts where I didn't explain well or, or probably didn't remember. But all I just want you to know that it's like just keep seeking God. And, and I'm telling you, the Lord has so many wonderful things for us in heaven like as we're seeking God I want you to be expectant I want you to have faith and know that the Lord is there for you and He loves you and He's going to reward you for, for all that you have done and all that you're doing the Lord will bless you He's going to keep you and you know when the time comes and all in heaven He's going to reward you because you know like there's so much so many wonderful things that the Lord wants us to experience in heaven there's so many great things that He wants us to experience and He just let me experience just a little bit of it flying and it was amazing and it was like I was literally flying. I was like, the Holy Spirit taught me how to fly in the spirit. So I was flying in the spirit, um, and I was like, it's actually like I was actually flying. Like, I wish you guys understood what I meant. It was like, I, I had to, I actually had to move. Sometimes I actually had like I actually had to move before I would move. I had to move myself before I would I would actually fly. It wasn't like. I had to actually move myself before I would be able to fly, and I had to balance myself in the air like it was actually like you know it's almost like I was actually flying like you know how birds were flying like it was actually like that like I had to move myself in a way before I could, and I had to make and if I wanted to fly higher, I had to move or do something so that I had to move my hands or move in a certain way before I could go higher, and if I wanted to come lower there was something that I could do. But if I wanted to go higher, there was something I could also do to go higher. And if I wanted to turn left or right while I was flying, I had to also do something before I could turn left or right. I was like, the Holy Spirit had... was Because, you know, the Holy Spirit sometimes teaches me how to fly in the Spirit. And I think that's part of why... I think He's preparing us for flying when the veil breaks. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit has been somehow teaching me how to fly in my dreams. I, I, I see that a lot of times. Like, there's so many times where the Holy Spirit has he's been training me he's been teaching me how to fly. The Holy Spirit has been teaching me how to like like teleport in my dreams like he's been teaching me these things. I know a lot of people might not understand what I, what I mean by this so i'll I'll probably talk about it another time. I'm not going to talk about a lot of things that the Holy Spirit has been really revealing because some of the things like um you know there's there's different people know different things and there's different levels. Um, and you know, depending on where you are, the Lord will show you something. But I'm not going to talk about everything because I don't want you know I don't want everyone to you know to be um, to um, to uh, cause, you know I I don't I want everyone to understand what I'm saying, and I don't want to say something that you know people don't really understand yet or will not be so sure of yet. So I'll I'll pray about that and I'll probably share it another time. But in this dream, I mean, in this experience that I had, I was the Lord. Was there, and we were in a garden and we were flying and it was such an it was such an amazing experience and I want all of you to you know to know this and to and and to know that God is real and you know he gives us the desire of our hearts and you know you see how the Lord gave me what he knew I wanted. the Lord knew that I would love to fly with birds and animals it's happened to me before this was like the second time, but the first time it happened to me it it didn't happen to me um in the Garden of Eden, something like, something similar happened to me before, I was flying in the spirits, and there were birds, and I could, yeah, there were birds, but this other time, this second time, I was in the Garden of Eden, and I was actually flying with the birds, and wow, and I I, I saw the birds, and somehow I could, I could also, like, it was almost like I was trying to communicate with the birds, like, I, like, I wasn't really, like, communicating, but when I saw the birds, okay, I, I sort of knew what their intention was, like, I knew what the birds were trying to do. Like, I, 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 I knew what the bird was going to try to do, and I knew the intention of the bird. So, but I believe the Lord is taking me into the past. He was showing me the past, like, He was showing me the past. Um. So, I want you to know that, in, in, I, I'm just sharing this with you to let you know how wonderful and how amazing our God is, that, you know, this is just one of the experiences he's shown me over the week. I'm going to share the second one very soon. But I want you to know that, you know, the Lord loves us, and He cares for us, and You know, he wants all of us to be very happy. And, you know, he's a God that, you know, he loves. He's not a God that wants to see his people sad and miserable. No. That's Satan. Satan wants to see everyone miserable. God wants to see everyone filled with love and joy and happiness. God wants to see everyone overflowing with happiness. That's what the Lord wants. And, you know, he's going to give you... I mean, if you like something, the Lord's going to give you that thing. Because he's going to give us the desires of our hearts. For me, I don't know how... For me, where I was, there were just animals, and I'm really happy because that—that—that's my heart's desire. If I'd be in any place, I would like to be in a place where there's lots of animals. Like the Lord knows, that's my desire. So that's what the Lord let me. That's what the Lord gave to me. So, the Lord, the Lord, you know, He showed me that, and He's showing me this to let me know that He really knows me. He knows my heart, and you know, He knows what I like, and He's trying to let me. He's trying to you know let me know that. Calvin, I know what you like, and, I, and there's so much more for you in heaven, so just keep worshiping me, and you make it there in time. So, you know, that's it. So that's why I'm sharing this, this experience with you, to let you know that the Lord loves us, and He cares for us so much, and there's so much that He has for us. And, you know, He wants us to just focus on seeking Him. He wants us to focus on worshiping. He wants us to focus on living a holy life. He wants us to focus on pleasing Him. He wants us to focus on being humble. He wants us to focus on being obedient and he wants us to just focus on doing his will because he has rewards for us, okay? And he knows what we like, and he's going to give all of us what we like. And he's going to, you know, give you a heart's desire because he knows what you want, and he's going to give that to you. Someone might, might not want to be where animals are. It's not because they don't like animals. They love animals, but they would just rather be in a place where maybe there's just buildings and there's just people. <laughs> Some people would just rather be there. But someone would just rather be where there's animals. So it's like, it, it depends. Some Someone would also just rather be in the water. Some people would just rather be be in the water, just swimming with the fishes. And they would like to be there. You know, the Lord knows that we all like different things. Some people like water a lot and just like to be in water. Some people just like to be in the forest or where there's trees. Or some people just like to be around the kitchen where there's always cooking and food. Um, people like diff- being in different places. So the Lord is going to give different people what they like. I, I want you to know that the Lord will give you what you desire. But you have to seek him first so that he'll let you experience these things. And and when we go home very soon, probably in your homes and in your mansions, you're going to have what you like there. Um, I mean, for those of you, you know, the Lord is going to give you what you want. So the Lord knows you like a particular thing. Uh, he's going to make sure that it's in your house because he knows that. He knows exactly how you like. You would love your house to be. And he's going to make your house just exactly how you want it to be or your mansion or your castle or a fort depending on how much you serve him because you know that your 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 house will be as big as the glory you've given to God so it's like depending on the glory you've given to God your 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 house you'll be rewarded you know you'll get the equivalent blessing so i want all of you to just know that God is good and he is real and he's such a wonderful god and and I share this experience with you to let you know how wonderful our God is and how beautiful His creation is. And and I wasn't giving glory to anything, the earth or the Garden of Eden. No, because some people could misunderstand. No, no, there's no way I'm, I'm I'm giving glory to the Garden of Eden. I'm not. I'm giving glory to God because I'm telling all of you how beautiful the Garden is, so that I give glory to God to show you how wonderful God's creation is. Because you know we say that you know you know all oh, glory to God. You know um you know the earth is you know, the earth is filled with God's glory. God has poured His glory in the earth. But it's not because He wants to glorify the earth. It's because He wants that glory He puts in the earth to so go back to Him. The glory in the earth is reflecting God's glory that is in heaven. So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is just to let you know that God is so good and a glorious God, and He is so, like, He's so artistic. Like, He just showed, like in this dream, God showed me how artistic He was and how much how wonderful of a creator He is. And I and I and I love the more and I'm so thankful because I'm giving glory. Like I because I, I, this the dream I had let me understand God and I thank God and, and I'm really thankful and you know, sharing this dream with all of you is giving glory to God because or this experience with you is letting you understand that, you know, God knows our hearts and He's going to give all of us, you know, what we, we pray for or what we desire or what we expect or what we wish for. Because He's a God that you know, that loves us and that wants to give us what we want. So I to know that all glory to God because I'm, I just glorify God for His wonderful creation. Sometimes I do that. I I look. I go out and I go out and I look at the animals and the trees and I just glorify God. I look at the trees and the plants and I'm like, wow, look at how beautiful and wonderful nature is. Wow, God, I give you. I'm like, wow, God, you are amazing. How you make everything? Like and I'm just so. I was like when I saw this bird. I'm like, wow, Lord, you are amazing. How you create everything? How you've made everything, God. You are such a wonderful God. Yeah. So um, that that was this the, the the first part of the experience that I had, and I'm gonna just continue on. Just you know, just um, being ready, and I'll and I'll share the dream in a little bit. Um, the next dream in a little bit. I I also want all of you to just you know keep getting ready, as I said earlier, just keep trying to get ready because Jesus is coming. He's coming. He's coming. Time's up, and a lot of evil and a lot of dark things are going to start happening. There's going to be a lot of evil, a lot of sin, a lot of darkness that will be increasing now. You will realize that there's going to be so much sin, so much darkness everywhere now. You will be realizing it if you haven't already because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of evil people, people that, you know, that are not caring, that are not loving, people that are just, you know, not caring for people, that that just care about, you know, that are really selfish are you know are emerging and sin is increasing in the world people are becoming more evil and more evil as the days go by so i want you to st- i want to encourage all of you to stay away from the world and stay with god because i had a brother in christ that was telling me that a few a while ago he had this vision and he said he saw the scientist that was putting this black chip in someone's head and i'm telling you these scientists okay they're, look, a lot of them, you know, well, I'm not saying all scientists, like, most of them, okay, they're, they're they're not, they're not of God, they're evil, okay, it's like, they're Satan, some of them are very evil, and they're doing, some of them are good, some of them are, 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 are engineers, doctors, they're really, they're Christians, they're, you know, but they're, they're working, but some of them are so evil, some of them don't care about, so much about, you know about they don't care about the Lord. They don't care about the Holy Spirit. They have no sense. Um, they don't have any moral sense. They're not. They're just. They don't care. They're doing a lot of evil things to bring destruction and to bring evil in this world. And and my and my brother-in-Christ, he told me that he had this dream, and he said there was like a. he said it was yellow. Um, he said there was like a yellow substance. It was like a yellow substance that was. And he said something about scientists. I can't remember everything he told me, but he said there was like a yellow substance or something that was being poured in the. That was. It went into the rivers. Okay, he said. He said in, in his dream, it went into the rivers, and. He said it was like a yellow substance, and then he said he saw, that, um, animals started, to, eat or drink, um, he, to to drink the water that was not polluted, and he said the animals started going very very crazy. He said he saw, like, things were changing. He said the animals, they they changed. He said he saw this deer. He said the deer sort of, like, drank um, the substance in the water. And then he said that the deer's appetite changed. He said the deer stopped eating leaves and grass. Like, the deer changed from a herbivore. I mean, herbivore is something that eats just plants and greens and leaves and and I think it changed from a herbivore into something else. He had a deer start eating something else. And he said the deer had changed and it had become, like, more muscular, like, different. Like, it, had, it was not like a deer anymore. And he was also telling me that things were, like, the, he said he he said the people were, something was happening. I can't remember everything he said, but he said it was like people were going crazy, like, a lot of wrong things okay were happening and i just want you to know that a lot of wrong a lot of wrong things are about to come out like this world is going to become very 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 evil and he's not the first person that i've i've heard tell me that even the animals will become evil i had an, another so, someone who also told me that he said that the animals in the days to come the animals that we have he said the animals were becoming very very evil like he said he saw how the um dogs their eyes were changing color their eyes became evil color like an evil color like their eyes were glowing red or something i can't remember the detail but but he did let me know that there was a lot of evil that's coming in this world and i I mean if scientists are going to cause everything to happen i don't know for sure if they're going to going to cause everything to happen but i know that in these days the lord is allowing a lot of evil to happen i know part of it scientists are doing it especially the ones having to do with humans like, you know, the the chipping, how they're chipping people and using people for experiments and allowing these aliens to help them and all that. Um, these demon aliens to help them. Because, you know, aliens are demons. They're just demons um, that are like flesh. Yes, and I want you to know that, you know, this world we're living in, everything's about to turn really, really, really bad. There's a lot of evil that will be coming out. A lot of darkness. A lot of darkness is coming out. So just prepare to leave because I don't... Y- I mean, don't have any desire in this world. Don't have a desire to stay in this world longer. In your heart, always have the desire to get out of here. Because the moment you begin to just condone or allow the desire in you to stay here longer, I'm telling you, it's really dangerous. It's really dangerous. Like, it's very, very dangerous. Make sure that in your heart, you know, you, you always have the desire to get out of this place as soon as possible so that you prepare and that you're ready for it because sometimes when your mind when you allow thoughts in your mind if Satan makes you de- tries to deceive you to make you um, think of staying longer and you agree to those thoughts you could really end up staying here if you're planning on doing things you could really end up staying here and because it's, cause you're going to start focusing on those things instead of becoming ready and you know to be ready for God you need to put all you have into it you have to focus on being ready with all your heart and all your mind you have to focus if you don't really focus, you know, with all your heart and all your mind on being ready, it's like it, you're going to be partially ready. Because to be ready, you need to give it your all. You need to give God your all before you can. So it's very important that your mind is not on other things of the world. I mean, it's. I mean, I know we're all, like, well, people are working and doing a lot of things. But don't really plan so much on, invet- and, ev- invest, like, don't really make, like, don't really put your focus on your your Everything don't put your focus on your business or your investments, no no, no, I mean it's okay to do that because I know that there's some some cause I know we still have to work and do everything, but make sure that your focus is not into it because it could it could ma- it can make you lose readiness because when people focus and put everything into that, they put their all their hearts into you know into focusing on you know into making money and everything, and then it overwhelms them and then you know they're not ready anymore and then you know they lose hope so make sure that your focus and your priority is on jesus and is on leaving this place because a lot of evil is coming out i don't know what i know that these scientists are doing a lot of a lot of evil things i had another dream a while back a while back and i was seeing like the scientists they were like trying to they were trying to make dinosaurs in the dream that's what i saw in the dream there were these eggs these things and they were trying to create like these these dinosaurs like these monsters they're trying to bring dinosaurs back again And so I know that the Lord's been showing me that the scientists, like some of them are doing really, really evil, evil things. That is going to bring like, you know, a lot of darkness into this world. That's going to make things even worse. You know, like CERN and so many other things. There's probably a lot more that we probably don't know of. But I want you to know that this world is a very evil world. And I want to remind you to just live holy and stay away from sin and stay away from all that is unclean. Because a lot of things are about to happen. A lot of things are getting soon to happen. So stay ready at all times. Yes, brothers and sisters, the Lord has been revealing to me um, in this time that... Um, he wants all those people to be ready for, you know, for anything, for the worst that is coming, for anything that, for for anything, you know, just be prepared, and you know, the only way to be prepared is, you know, it's it's through Jesus, it's, it's by living a holy life, it's by making sure you're holy, and repenting all the time, because, you know, none of us can, you know, can, we're not saved by anything we do, or by what we think we have, even when the Holy Spirit, you know, pours out His holiness into us, it's, or it helps us to become holy because we obey Him, it's still not really, um, we're we're still not complete. We're, We're still so far away from perfection and completion. So we always have to, you know, humble ourselves before the Lord and seek Him every day and every hour. And always, you know, and always desire to please the Lord. Always do what the Lord wants us to do. And always, you know, seek Him with all our hearts and open up our spirits to Him and do His will that He's called us to do. Yes um brothers and sisters, the Lord took me um shown me um future events that are about to happen, and the Lord did reveal to me that very soon martial law is is about to happen it's 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 about to implement it is about to be implemented it is getting closer and closer as we speak every single day that passes away is is a day closer to martial law and I would like all of you to know that this is going to be a very, very hard and a very, very tough time as the Lord was allowing me to experience how life was for those people that were going to be caught in martial law or going to be caught into martial law during that time. And you know, were Christians or, or we're going to be people that knew the Lord, those that were going to be, be caught or captured or detained. He was showing me how life was going to be for them and he let me actually live live with like live with them he let me experience how things were going to be for those that were captured and detained um the lord allowed me to experience how things were but um an experience he gave me before the martial experience was 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 a, a time that um he took me to california um I was in california for some reason and this is what the lord was showing was letting me understand that um, so many people for some reason I saw this he's like uh, all uh, there's a lot of people that are you know still in the world and, and, and living in sin and you know living you know fornication adultery just doing things that the Lord does not want them to do the Lord was letting me know that, was letting me understand letting me know that a time is coming where um. in the, in the dream this is what I, I could see I could see that people were killing people that's what I saw in the dream I saw people shooting people. Um, I saw that evil is coming. I saw like people shooting people. And the Lord letting me understand that those that don't have Jesus Christ, those that are not saved, those that don't have a heart that is filled with God's peace and love and his Holy Spirit, they won't have protection. And when that killing is happening, you know, they they will fall. They will be killed and they're not you know, we all know where they're going. They're going to hell. So I want all of you brothers and sisters to just keep getting, you know, to just keep preparing your heart and spread the word of God. Save, help to save people that you know that are not saved. If you know there's someone that is not saved, then try to focus or pay attention to that person and pray for them. Spend time. Let that become part of your personal agenda. But especially make sure, focus on your family. Make sure that your family is, you know, is saved and is ready. Because one of the main, like, you know, as as we live, um, the Lord wants us to, you know, everyone, the Lord wants you to make sure that, you know, you help your family get saved as much as possible, and then you help your friends. He wants you to help everyone. But, you know, it's like, there's some people that, let's say, God has put you close to it. Like, there's some people that God has put in your life that He wants you to focus on helping them. So, let's say, in your family, your family is an example. Like, your family, you're in your family. The Lord, you're in your family because the Lord put you there to bring all the people in your family to, 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 to for you to help bring all them home. So, I want you to, for those of you that are in your family, for the, if all your family is saved, then focus help on getting other people saved, like your friends. But if your family is not saved, then focus and also too, there will be people that the Lord will show you. You might have a few friends uh, that the Lord will show you that I want you to pray for this person to get saved. Then for those people to add them to to your list, pray for them, seek the Lord for them to get saved. But I, but you know the Lord would want you to really try very hard and focus on helping you know your family to get saved because the lord did put your family in your hands or he put you in that family so that your family would be saved but it could also be anyone the lord could put anyone in your hands he could there could he could he could make it anyone for uh, there could be anyone that the lord could want you to to pray for or to seek him for so that he's saved so you just have to just make sure that you're being led by the holy spirit you have to open up your heart and open up your spirit to god because the lord speaks and he's always speaking and there's so much that you know he wants us to do to be ready. There's so much he wants us to be prepared for because I tell you, it was like I don't know. I saw this man. When I, I was taken to California and I saw this man that was known to be. He was known to be like a killer. He was known to be really good with killing people. And and the, and in the, and I was shown in this dream that this man had already killed previous people in California. And then he came with other people. He had come with like I don't know maybe ten or or twenty, I don't know. Like, but there were a lot of people that had surrounded the place, and they started shooting and killing people. So I want you to know that for some reason, um, there is going to be a killing. Um, there's people are going to start shooting people. Um, there's going to be more of that. I, um, that's what I was shown in the dream. I'm not, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. You know when it's going to start, but I know that you know the Bible says that you know men's hearts are going to grow cold. You know people are going to you know, people are going to become very evil. People won't care. Some people will go out just, you know, a lot of evil will come out. These demons and the flesh, these evil people, these monsters all will come out, they'll start killing people. And, and the Lord was letting me understand and showing me that the people that are not saved, they're the ones that will not be protected. Because in a dream, when other people were being shot and being killed, I was, I mean, I was able to escape. Like, I wasn't shot because... I knew that the a dream was showing me that it was because I I believed in Him. He was always like, if you're with the Lord, the Lord will let His angels protect you. But if you're not, you're going to suffer. So I was seeing that. Though for some reason, it was just I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen, but that's going to cause people to be shooting people a lot or to be I'm not exactly sure what's going to be happening. But for some reason, it was like evil was increasing and people were just killing people. I, I was seeing that that people were killing people and. I saw that the people that did not have Jesus, they were the ones that were dying, and you know because they didn't have any protection. So I encourage all of you to please make sure that you know you pray for your friends, pray for your family, pray for your brothers and sisters, pray hard so that you know the people that can be saved or the people that Lord the Lord wants to save, He will save them. Yes, brothers and sisters, I'd like all of you to really, really. Really, really, please let the Lord confirm to you of your salvation. Let the Lord confirm to you of your readiness. Because in this next dream that I'm about to talk about of the martial law, it was, I mean, it was, this This part of the dream was really serious. The Lord was letting me experience and letting me feel how things were going to be, how things are and how things are going to, you know, turn out to be very soon. I was experiencing things and it was, I mean, the, the things I, what I felt was really not, uh, a really really good feeling. So I encourage all of you to please make sure, just make sure about your salvation. Let the Lord confirm to you that you're saved. And also too, if your family members are not, um, say pray hard for them because I I was shown in this dream that there's going to be a lot of people who are just killing people. I I'm not sure I don't understand fully why, but I saw a lot of people that were dressed in like black suits that were going around and and I don't look like they 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 might have been sent, um by people. I'm not sure exactly. Um, but it's like people were searching for people and people were were killing people and in other words, just killings I was seeing. And I just want all of you to just make sure that you know what you're saying because only God knows what's gonna happen tomorrow. So that if you're so that if somehow if let's say because so much is about to happen, there's gonna be a lot of darkness. There's gonna be a lot there's gonna be God's judgment. So that if you're even killed in the judgment you go straight to heaven, so just please be ready. Be ready at all times. But I'm gonna right now start to talk about the martial dream I had. In this dream, I'm not sure. In this part of the dream, I'm not sure where, what state I, I was in or where I was located. I'm not sure where I was exactly. But all I knew is that it all began so sudden. Everything happened so quickly. Everything happened so fast. Everything was so quick and was was just so quick. I saw that quickly and. Immediately, I just saw that everything started to change. I saw, like, I, the Lord started to show me from the point, from the part where martial law was taking place. I saw martial law was implemented, and I tell you, the police, um, the people that I saw, I thought they were police because I, I think they're police because they, they look sort of like I, I think they're the police. I'm not sure exactly if they were soldiers or, um, or maybe the navy. I'm not sure, but I, I think they look like the police. And I saw them. Um, I just I was just shown into the beginning of the martial law. It was time for martial law to be implemented, and I saw how the people, like I don't know if it's the soldiers or cadets. I am not sure who they who they were, but I'm telling you, it's like these guys. They had planned and they had prepared for everything. The people that were supposed to be um, the administrators of the martial law, and the soldiers and the police and you know, all the the officers that were in charge of you know implementing that i I could see that they were prepared and they were ready because once it was time for martial law i i i I'll just show in the beginning of it it was everything was so fast. I saw how people were moving so fast from place to place, and they were gathering and rounding up people so fast people were being rounded up so quickly into into detention places like detention camps I saw how people were being rounded up very very quickly, and the people it looked like the 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 people like the soldiers or the police, they did it so efficiently and with with very little um it didn't look like they they had, they struggled because they did it so well. I was shown how the Lord showed me how the they, they they are prepared the police and all the people that are supposed to be doing that are supposed to be working with the martial arts, like they are prepared they're ready they I saw them moving across the land so quickly, and they were gathering people, and they just moved the people into the detention camps. All this happened so quickly, and I saw that it was so—it was very soon, and it happened very, very, very quickly. It was—it just happened so quickly, and in this—and in this dream, the Lord allowed me to be one of those people that were in the detention camps, and He wanted me to see how life was, that I would share with people, so that people know what's about to happen, so people know how the martial law like, and how the martial law is going to be, it's not going to be a wonderful time, I'm telling you, it's not going to be a wonderful time, you're not going to be allowed to go out, you be, it's like, what I could, because in, in the dream, I was inside the detention camp, I was in there with them, and I was not allowed to go out, and there were so many people, in and det- it was like, there was, it was, it almost looked like there was like a crowd, like, it was almost like there were a lot, like, where I was, I'm not sure of the state I was in, but there were so many people everywhere People had surrounded all the People were were everywhere People, there were sitting places There were also like Let's say like big rooms Like big lounges, like something like that Or like a big room where so many people were And I could also see people That, I could also see rooms There were like small rooms Like small detention rooms Like there were people, small rooms for small people Like for small groups of people And there were rooms for like a lot of people like main areas where there were a lot of people and i could I could also see that the people there in the detention camps you know they were given like they they had food and drink so that they would you know they would they would still be um alive there there was food and drink I remember that there was food and there was drink there in the in the detention camps that the people there i i thought my that they were going to be fed there was food and drink, and also I could one thing I could see that I didn't like was that I was there the moment the the, the was implemented and the cops, the police, they rounded up everyone. It's like it was like they were just was, they moved so swiftly. They moved quick, went to homes, neighborhoods, and brought people. Just collected the people and and I knew that they they didn't really care so much for people that died. It was like if you go against the police or go against, they could kill you. Like they could easily kill you, and they wouldn't. It looked like they didn't really. Care so much for those that they were, those that they killed. It looked like life was not at that time. There was so much evil and sin that lives were, were lives were not regarded as so much. Like if they killed someone, they didn't really care so much. It was like they were so like merciless. They were it looked like they were they were pretty evil and mean and wicked, and they would just go and just catch the people, collect the people, and they were just people. They would just bring the people just into the, the detention camps. And the where, the detention camp that the Lord took me into was a very big camp, and it had many rooms and it had big rooms. And was this one thing I could see that there were soldiers everywhere. I was so surprised. It's like if you're not a soldier, you can't move. It's like all all the soldiers. They were like, I'm I'm not sure if they were police or soldiers, but I would say police because and I thought they were police. Excuse me for saying soldiers, but they look like police. Yes, these people—they look like they were police, and there were so many of them, everywhere. It was like they were inside the the dorms or the rooms, or the the main air, the, like the main sitting areas, like the like the the main um building. They were in the building, and they were everywhere. They were dressed in uniforms, like they were dressed in uniforms, and they were like patrolling. They were going around there, and I could see like there were high-ranking officers and like you know. Lower-ranking um, police, and I would I would also see that around the detention camp building, there was a lot. In fact, I saw a lot more security outside the detention camp than inside the camp. I th- yeah, it was because it was like a ca- it was like a place like a building where they were just keeping people. The people were collected there, and I knew that it was after martial law. It was a big big. Well, was such a big place. They could, it could house like I don't know how many people it could house, but in my dream, I knew I saw like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Like there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that were that were collected and that were put in there. That were just taken. they were just taking the people, and it was like they didn't do it with so much love and loving, and it was just taking them so in, in a way that it was like they didn't really care so much. They were just putting them in there, and I saw the the police that were in there, and they were going around, you know, inspecting and doing what they're supposed to do, and I also saw that, um, the mark of the beast, okay, when the people were caught in the detention camps, I saw this, I knew that the mark of the beast, okay, very soon, everyone in that detention camp was going to be, like, put on everyone, was going to be, like, but but was, everyone was going to be brought before everyone to choose, like, what was going to be... What I knew was this. When I was there, I knew that they were going to try to put the mark of a beast on every single person that was in that detention camp. That was one thing that I knew. But I knew that because it took time, because there were so many people, Like there, it was like, there was like a lot of people in that camp. There was like a lot, a lot of people. And I knew that it was, because of that, it was going to take time, so... I knew that it, w- it wasn't time yet, like, for me, where I was, it wasn't, like, time yet for me to, for them to a- ask me to take it, like, it wasn't time, I knew, like, um, th- I wasn't, I wasn't my, like, because this was how it was, it was like, there was an o- order of things, it was like, you know, there was, everything was in order, and I knew that they were going to, you know, bring the mark of the beast to everyone to take, and I knew that, like, for me, it was, there. were, they going to... Eventually they were gonna ask me. They were gonna bring me forward to take it, and I was gonna say, and I and I know I was gonna say, and I was gonna say no, so that they would do whatever they would want to do to me. But that didn't happen. Like that didn't get to me yet. It wasn't my turn for them to ask me or to show me, um, that do you want the mark of the beast? Because I knew that there were lots and lots of people there. That it was taking time because martial law had just started, and when martial law started, it was like. They needed time to, you know, to organize everything and get everything, or like they needed time to organize everything and get everything ready. Like it took time, so I knew that the mark of the beast was they were going to take it around, going to uh, like present it to people or do whatever they're going to do with people. But I knew that in the dream, like when where I was in the dream, I knew that it had not been presented before me yet. I had not seen the, I had not seen the mark of the beast yet at that time. But I knew that it was there in the camp. And I knew that very soon they were going to be taking it around to people to give it to them to give them to take it or whatever or force people to take it or whatever they were going to do with it but i hadn't they hadn't brought it before me and hadn't seen it yet, but I knew in my spirit that in that detention camp they had the mark of the beast there they had the chip or whatever that they were whatever they were going to use they had it in there. I knew that it was there, but I had not seen it yet like I had not seen it yet, but I knew that it was there. And I'm not sure if the people the police that were working there I'm not sure if they were wearing them if they were they had already taken the mark. I'm not so sure about that. I don't know if they had it, but all I know is that the police that I met, the ones that I saw it's like I saw that there they were so their spirits were like dead, like their spirits were. So weak. They didn't know anything. it Was like they were confused. I mean, they knew how to to. They knew how. They knew about their jobs and doing their works and rounding people up and doing everything. They knew about that. But spiritually, I looked at I, I looked at them and I saw that they were lost. Some of them were so sinful. They're like sinning, and some of them were just like lost. Like some of them were just lost. Like the people that I saw, some of them were just were were just lost, and you know, in, in this dream the Lord was showing me, um, was letting me experience how things were gonna be there. And I could I, I this is what I was when I was there, I was thinking of escaping. I didn't wanna even <laughs> I didn't want to even stay another minute. I don't want to stay another second. So when I was there the whole time I was thinking of escaping. But one thing that for some reason that was there was that is like I felt like at that time, even though people were in the FEMA camp, I felt like if they prayed God was going to hear them and God was going to answer their prayers because I kept having this feeling of like, although I knew in my heart that... Although I knew in my heart that um, they were in the detention camps and I knew that there were like... I, I, I knew that these everywhere was surrounded and I knew their costs were there. I knew that if the people had if the people had prayed, like, if, even though they were still in the female camps, if they, if the people were, if they had prayed, God would still, like, God would still hear. That's what I knew. That's one thing I knew, because I actually prayed when I was in a detention camp, and it was like, God heard. So, I'm, so I'm not sure exactly what time I was in. All I know is that I'm not sure exactly what time I was in, but this is one thing that I knew, that it's like, th- this is what the Lord is letting me understand. So, I did not know what's going to happen to everyone, but, no matter what happens, wherever you are, like if somehow, I mean, spread this. Let people know. If somehow people, if you meet people that get caught, or let's say if someone ends up in the detention camp or the FEMA camp or wherever, I want them to know that when they pray, God still hears. He still He still knows they're praying. He still hears their prayer because because at that time, when when I was in that detention camp, I I prayed for something. And it was like I was so amazed. God's mercy was still. I was like God was God was still hearing the prayer, and He still answered even when I was in a detention camp. So I want everyone to know that it's like the Lord was letting me experience how things were. So I I pray that no one ever goes there. But somehow, if someone finds uh, finds yourself there, I don't want you to lose. Hope. I want you to know that even if you pray in the detention camp, God still hears your prayers. He still hears you, and he's there with you and and when you when you call out onto him he will answer and he will hear you from heaven that's one thing that the Lord was was letting me know that he wanted people to know that it doesn't matter even if you're in the detention camp when you pray or when you seek God for something he's going to hear you and he's going to answer and that's one thing that the Lord taught me when I was in the detention camp because although in the midst of all the soldiers and all the cops I mean I'm sorry I mean the police I'm not sure whether they're police or cops, but I think they were police. I mean I mean I'm not sure if they were cops, I mean the police or soldiers, but I really think they were the police. Um but I'm not sure. Um but what I knew was that even even the cops they were not saved and there was this this um this police man that I sort of got to talk with or because I saw this man and he and it's like I really wanted to get out of the FEMA camp. So I wanted him to help me escape because when you w- when you're in a female camp, all you think of is just escaping. You don't want to be there. You just when you're there, that's what the Lord let me understand. When you when you get into that detention camp, all you think of is just escaping, getting out of that detention camp because you don't wanna be there. And that was what I kept thinking about. How can I escape? How can I get get out of here? How can I get out of here? I don't want to be here. And when I was there that's all I just kept thinking of and and I, I met this, um, this police because, and the dream this was the Lord, the Lord was letting me understand that the only people that will be free, and that will be able to you know go around and do what they want to do, were gonna be like you know the people that were with the government or, or the the police because in the dream the only ones that were free, were or like the police because apart from the police, and the government officials, everyone else was like in prison, everyone else was detained. And I think the only ones, and maybe the only ones that would take the mark of the beast. I think they are the only ones that will be. Apart from that, everyone else was at that time, in the dream. Everyone was locked, and the only people that could go to and fro and could move about, I saw were the police. The police were free; they could go because they were working for the government. They could do whatever they wanted. But the people that were not working for the government, like the people that had been caught, they were not free. They were not free. They were like locked there. They were like in there. And they couldn't really do anything, and they were thinking of escaping. Because at that time, when you looked at the police, I knew that maybe people in their hearts would probably even maybe even think of becoming like pol- becoming like the police, because look like the police were free, and it looked like they could do whatever they want. But but if you're not a policeman, you're not free. You're like locked in there. Like the police were the only ones that could do whatever they wanted. Everyone else was like not allowed to do what they wanted. I mean, obviously, I mean, like, the government officials and the people that take the mark of the beast, they'll be free to probably do what they want. But those that don't, they won't be. Those that are fighting, they won't be. But I knew that I, what I was experiencing was just, like, the beginning of martial law. It was not really, like, deep into martial law or, like, the middle time. It was, like, just the beginning. When it had just started. Like, like maybe a few minutes or hours into the police rounding up people into, into the FEMA camps. That's how I was. So it was, like everything was beginning to get organized. It was like they were trying to get everything set and everything organized. So that's why I knew that they hadn't really taken the Mark of the Beast to everyone yet. But it was going to be done. But it was just a matter of time until they they presented the Mark of the Beast to everyone to take. I knew that that was what was going to happen very soon. But I just knew that it, it just needed a matter of time. And then, this is the next thing that I was allowed to understand that it's like, um, that the government and the police, they were so prepared, and they, they had, like, such, like, high-tech, high-tech, like, had, they had, like, very good technology and, like, experience, and they were really good at, like, keeping, you know, doing their work, because, let me, let me explain this part to you. I, I was trying to escape, so I, 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 I... I decided to become friends with this policeman and you know I I wanted to really escape. So I I wanted I wanted someone to help me and I knew not the only people that were free that were free that could help me. Um I mean at that time what was happening was this that the Lord was allowing me to experience or feel things like someone that was he was letting me experience how things were in the female camp. Like someone that was so desperate. He was letting me do things like someone who was just very desperate, someone someone who knew the Lord, but didn't really know the Lord so much and was just trying to escape and just get out of there and just do anything they can. And it's like, in the dream, or like for some reason, this is what was happening. It's like, I saw this policeman and I really wanted to, I, I wanted to really escape. So I decided to become friends with this policeman so that I would escape. And I, be, I was trying to become friends with him and it was like, in the dream, I prayed and, it's like, I actually became friends with this policeman. Like, this policeman became friends with me, became close. And he was willing to try to help me escape. And it's like, in the dream, the Lord was just showing me that in those days, it's going to be hard, so hard for you to escape. Everything was organized. He helped me get a bus and everything to escape. And it wasn't just me. It was a group of us that wanted to escape and get out of the FEMA camp. So he helped. So this man helped us to get the FEMA, helped us to this policeman helped us together, bust and everything to escape. Because I think he, I um, I think the Lord touched him, and the Lord was showing me that he's still going to be touching people. Because I was with this policeman, and I prayed with him, and when I prayed with him, I was like, wow, the Holy Spirit touched him so much. It was like he was almost beginning to cry, but he was still so confused. He didn't really understand what it was. It was like the Holy Spirit was touching him, but he didn't even know what it was. And he was so confused about things. He wasn't understanding everything. So I knew that even in that time, in the dream, the Lord is like using me to even save to ha- or to help a policeman. It's like the Holy Spirit even touched him. Like it's like the Lord is letting me understand that people are going to be very very touched. It's like at that time the Holy Spirit will still be touching people. So even in the even in the FEMA camps, don't give up on praying. Still pray. Um, because I'm not saying you're gonna go there because I really don't know. But the Lord is just letting me experience how things were gonna be in the FEMA camps so that people don't want to go there. And if someone happens to go there, because you know not everyone is really obedient and listens to the Lord, some people they want to actually go to the female camp before they repent. So for those, so for the, for those people that won't won't repent and will actually end up there, I want them to when they end up there, please don't give up on praying. Because if you already didn't if you didn't prepare, um, you if if you somehow ended up there, then just pray because even there, God still hears your prayers. And if you're not if if you're not ready for something or if you're if you're still not ready for the things that are about to happen, still pray, so God will prepare. Because even if you're there, God could do whatever he wants to do there. He could decide to teleport because God could do anything. Even in the FEMA camps I knew that God could still he could decide to still teleport people if he wants to because remember God could do anything. He could do anything he wants. But basically in 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 this dream I was I was I was being shown and the Holy Spirit was letting me understand that he was still touching people. He touched the policeman that I prayed with. And even when I prayed, I was so touched by the Holy Spirit. So we tried to escape, and we got on the bus and we were escaping. And this is what happened. It was like the police, instead of doing what we expected them to, we expected them to come at us trying to stop the bus. They didn't stop the bus. They rather went into the, the camp, and the camp had such high technology. It's like the, 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 the technology was so advanced. And they were able to like evade our attack. It's like we were trying to just, um, they were we were just trying to go through and just escape, but they didn't. Uh, somehow they over, they overcame the plan that we we came up with, and they just you know they overcame. It's like we were trying to just go through them and just leave with a bus, but we couldn't get through. We couldn't get through with the bus because they went into the f- they went into the camp and they their bu- it was like the building. It's like a bu- the building was so advanced. The building it had like, I don't know, like demon alien technology. Like the building could like, could extend and move in certain ways that I had not even seen before so quickly, so fast. The building shielded itself. Like the policemen went underneath the, the building and th- the building protected them. And then and then I think they did something and then the, car, the bus stopped and then they came in and then they caught us. They caught everyone that was trying to escape. And this is what the Lord is letting me understand in the dream. That what it was is that it's going to be be so hard, like almost impossible to think you're... To try to... Like, I mean, God can... Nothing is impossible with God. God can let you escape. But the Lord is showing me that for people that will try to escape with... Like... um, With, you know, with just... With with carnal thoughts or just to escape without the Lord or just to, like, escape physically, it's going to be so hard. Because in in those times... People are going to be caught and they're going to be trapped. Like unless people are going to be caught and trapped, and you're not going to be able to come out. You're going to be stuck there, and you know they're going to force you to take the mark of the beast. If you resist, they're going to torture you, and it's like you will not be able to come out because they're going to have such advanced technology that they will easily stop you. It's like they'll just you know they're going to have such technology, and and the police is like they're. I could see that they're actually smart. Like they knew what to do. Like if people are planning to escape, they they know they know what to do so that it doesn't happen, so that they stop them or they block them. Because I could see that it was as people as as our group was trying to escape, it didn't work. They caught us, and I knew that once someone was caught because they're trying to escape, they were going to be killed. And I knew that the punishment that they were going to that all of all of us were going to be put for put. Um, I mean. Um, the punishment that was going to be put on all of us or what we were, was going to happen to us is that I knew that they were going to try to kill all of us and I didn't want anyone to kill me. So I decided to pray and I prayed and prayed and prayed and it's like when I pray, I'm so surprised. like But the Holy Spirit was still moving so strong. even like The Lord still moved. Even in the FEMA camp, the Holy Spirit, like the Lord moved and the Lord touched the officer because there was a higher ranking officer that was going to, do something really bad he was going to kill us or something he was going to do but when i prayed it didn't happen nothing happened and i saw that the fema camps i was like i was trying to escape and then when i got out and we were trying to escape this is what the lord showed me i knew that i couldn't escape anywhere in america because all of america was was the same i was like all of america had like fema camps it's not just like one part of america i could see that in the spirit like I'm not sure, I, I don't know the time I was in, Like, all, I, I don't even know exactly what time I was in, I, I'm not even sure if the rapture had already happened, or if it had not happened, I'm not, sh- the thing is, I'm not even sure the time that the Lord was letting me experience, I'm not sure, but all I knew that was that, at the time that I was in, all of the United States was like the same, there, was like Fem- there were like FEMA camps and detention camps all over the United States, and if you, if you let this state was that if you left a certain state to go to another state, the other state was going to be the same as the previous state because all the states had soldiers and police everywhere, SWAT, whatever cadets. They were everywhere. I'm not sure what they were, but you know they were everywhere, and they had like what? But you, they were everywhere, and they had covered all the states, and and I knew that you couldn't go to any other state because every state had. The same police and troops of you know the government there surrounding and watching, so I knew that you could, so because so when I got out, the Lord showed me that you couldn't get to any other state because all the states at in that time the united states all all the states would be would be covered with femA camps, and the cops would be everywhere it's going to be like a military base in every everywhere you look, and they're, they're going to be everywhere they're going to surround everywhere, and they're going to be catching people and you you it's like it's going to be so hard to escape unless the Holy Spirit is leading you to move and to teleport and things. But what the Lord is letting me understand was that in that time you can't escape, like with by physical means. You can't. If the Lord is not moving you, or teleporting you, or causing you to disappear and reappear, or doing something like that, then you know it's like there's, if the Lord is not hiding you or moving you, then that's it. Then you can't move, because I was I was being shown that the the government is gonna have such high techno- like the the technology that they have is going to be so good that physically trying to escape or trying to sneak out is going to be so hard unless God decides to sneak you out you won't be able to sneak out because I saw that the government in that time that I saw the female camps oh wow, they had such their technology was like so advanced, and the police they were like experts at being police like they knew how to catch people with so much ease like they knew they knew what they were doing. And they knew how to do it. They weren't really struggling. Like, they did it so effortlessly. Like, the way they just evaded, like, the the way they just caught caught the group that I was with that were trying to escape, they did it so easily. And I don't even think any of them really, really died or suffered damage because we're in a car and we're just... And the person that I forgot, I'm not sure who was driving or who was going, but we were just going. But, you know, nothing happened to them because they didn't get come in the way and get hurt. looks like they just did everything so well, so I was also shown that the police in that time, they're going to be doing a lot of things with, um, like they're going to do the things they do so well, like it's not going to be, it's like they're going to do it very perfectly, like they're going to be really, really advanced and they're, they're going to have such great expertise at what they do, they're going to work very well to capture the people and they're going to do it with ease and it's going to be so hard for the people to escape, this is one thing that I knew that they'll be able to catch people and people will not be able to escape. And it's going to be a really horrible time because I was shown that that's how all of the United States is going to be. It's not going to be just a part of the United States. It's going to be like literally like all of the United States. And so because the Lord showed me that all, because I was thinking of escaping to another state, and then I was shown that all the United States, it's like this, there's FEMA camps everywhere. So if you go to another state, you're going to be captured. So then I began to think of going to the beach or the coast. And escaping by a river, or I mean, I mean escaping by by sea, by I don't know, maybe getting on a raft or escaping, because I'm telling you, like you won't, like the way the United States is gonna be, you won't want to live here. Like everyone's gonna think of, like everyone is going to literally think of escaping the United States. Like people will think of getting out of the, because that's where the United States became. It became a place where no one wanted to live. Like no one wanted to live here anymore. Like everyone that's living here right now. Like in the times to come, you'll wish, you'll wish, you'll wish you don't live here. You'll you'll try to run or get out of here. That's what you'll you'll try to do, because in a dream, that's what that's what like. I remember that I, I I didn't want to be here at all. I wanted to get out of the. I wanted to get out of the United States too, like as as soon as possible. But the Lord was letting me understand, because He was letting me feel how things were gonna be. Like He was letting me understand how things are going to be for, you know. During the time of the FEMA, uh, FEMA camps and you know uh, martial law and those that are going to be in the 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 detention camps, he's, and it's like you won't be able to go anywhere, even see. I don't think you're going to be able to, as because I was thinking of escaping my sea, but I couldn't because where I was, I was like to get to the sea. Only God could move me to the To God could move me to the coast or to the beach where I could escape. It's like everywhere there was monitoring. People were being monitored and you can't, like, you're being watched, and I'm telling you, the cops, the the police were watching people, and they were so organized, like, everything was so organized, they were, the police, I saw them surrounding the buildings, and they were so close to each other, and they were doing their job so well, it's like, I was like, wow, how are they able to do this, so they did it so well, so it was so hard for people to escape, and they looked so, they looked very evil and cold, I was like, I was surprised. I was like, wait, are these policemen, are they like, are they, um, are they Americans? I, I don't know where they were from. I didn't even know they were Americans because they're Americans. I was going to be really surprised because I'm like, how can they treat their fellow Americans like this? I, I was just so stunned by the way the policemen were acting. They were treating their fellow Americans so evil and so cold. I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe they're not Americans because I'm not sure who they were or what they were. I don't know. But the police were very very evil they were because in the in the dream i remember i was thinking to myself i was like how can these how can these policemen be so evil towards their fellow americans they were so cold it's like they didn't care about anyone oh it's almost like i mean to, to tell you the truth what i think i don't know for sure what had happened to them but what i think might have happened was that i'm not seeing all of them it looked like some of them might have already become like robots like some of them might have already taken the chips so that's why they became so cold and evil like they became like, I don't know, like these cold demons. Like they were very evil and they didn't care about people. They didn't care. Like if there's, they didn't care. There was no love. They didn't care. They did whatever they had to do. And oh, it's to them, it's. I don't think they really cared if they killed someone. They didn't care. They were just gonna do what they were supposed to. And they were really cold. And though they were not showing love, and how oh, I saw how they treated how what they were doing to the like to what they were doing to to the people of this nation i was really hurt and really surprised i was like wow like how can fellow americans how can americans treat their fellow americans like that how could you do that to i mean how could you really just treat people with with with, how could you just be so evil i'm telling brothers and sisters in the times that are coming there's going to be so much evil like I was so surprised. Like, how can people be so evil? How can people treat their brothers and sisters like that? How can they do that? It's it, it really hurts. I I was like, wow, how could they do that? I was really disappointed and really hurt. But I knew that the Lord was showing me that, you know, in those days, there's going to be so much evil coming coming into the world. A lot of people won't care about people. They'll treat people anyhow. They won't care about how they feel. They they just won't care. They're just going to treat people how they want to treat people, and they they won't care. And that's what's going to happen very soon. So I mean those and letting me know to just focus on him and just to be ready. Because you know, it takes time to get ready. Because as for as for this as for this feet as for the theme can